When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, let's go, stinking genius. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. How about my Lakers? Yes. I I had to laugh. One of the first tweets in earlier to the show tonight. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Where was this? I want to make sure I get this right off the top. Was, I believe, uh, was it Sean? Oh, no. It was was, uh, Mike who said, congratulations to Arnie and his Lakers. And I wanted to throw things. What do you mean? Because, what do you mean by Lakers? What are you? What are you all upset about? You, you, you really, really? Uh, anyway, Lakers won the title, baby. You're not bringing me down. You know. And here's the thing. Yeah. You always, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance, visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. You always, when my teams lose, give me grief about, hey, uh, is Blank going to come in? I didn't want to hear from Blank. This would be like a night when I wouldn't come in because oh, the yeah. Sooners won. The, the Raiders somehow won in Kansas City today. The Lakers won the title, for goodness sakes. This would be a night when you might have to, like, carry me out of somewhere in my younger I, years. I just want to welcome you back to the show. I've missed you the last couple of weeks, so I'm, I'm just glad your teams are one because you've been real crabby the yeah. last two weeks, you know? Yeah, it's been rough, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Kind of tough to deal rough. with me. 
Oh, you uh, should see all the tweets I've been getting behind your back. Like, what is wrong with Plank? Oh, it must be his Sooners lost again. I didn't think your Sooners were ever going to win again. Yeah, never. It never. might not have ever happened again. They might have become the first ever program to never win a game again. Uh, big turnover, by the way, is we're, we're juggling a lot of balls, so to yes, speak. Yes, we here. are. Yes, we uh, are. From the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Big turnover in the Vikings-Seahawks game. So Minnesota's going to get the football back with 5.45 to go. They lead Seattle in Seattle, 26-21. to Primetime Kirk Cousins has shown up. Yes. Moments ago in the Astros-Rays game, which I won't lie to you, I kind of – Kind of lost track of tonight. The Astros stranded the bases loaded. The Rays lead game one, two to one. They're in the bottom of the eighth inning. But, of course, the big story tonight beyond the NFL and week five, which we're going to break down in depth, beyond Major League Baseball kicking off the American League Championship Series with game one. Arnie, the Lakers are champions yet again. LeBron James does it with, what, his third different franchise. Uh, Another ring for LBJ is fourth. And I got to admit, man, I – I, I, I don't understand the hate. I never have. But that was a pretty special season based on everything this league, everyone had to overcome. And kudos to the NBA for creating the bubble, giving us something when we had nothing. And kudos to the Lakers for fighting through. And the Heat, man. What I thought they had it in game five on Friday night. I thought they were going to finish it. And Jimmy Butler went, oh, my gosh. I mean, another level. But what a, what a fun what a fun postseason for the NBA. What a fun bubble season, if you will. Uh, it, it worked out great. It really did. They, they did a tremendous job. I didn't think the whole bubble thing was going to work out. I'm like, come on now. How are you going to keep a, teams in a bubble? They're going to be there for two months and three months. Like, oh, yeah, you can't do that. But that was back in the time where, you know, we didn't think all this stuff was going to work out. Um, congratulations, LeBron. I feel like he's um, – I feel like this title is lost a little bit because it wasn't a bubble. There were no fans. There was no home court advantage. It might have been one of the tougher ones to win because of those three reasons also. But I also feel because of those reasons, I feel like he's not getting the full um, you know, credit like he should. Um, four and six in NBA championships. He's certainly one of the greats. There's no doubt about that. Um, what's what, what's more impressive, him going four and six and bringing three championships to three different teams or somebody like Tom Brady who went six and three, but all with one team. He didn't get to do it with several teams there. Great question. Great question. I don't care about that debate tonight. The Lakers won the title. <laughs> who cares? Save that for next week, Arnie. Okay, put we'll that, that one in your next week. Put that for Saturday night for we'll you. Save and, that for and, the summer. We'll save that when they can't Save that one the for sports. the summer. <laughs> yeah, for the COVID talk there. How about that? Yeah, exactly. How about that? Save it for the next pandemic. Yeah. Put that yes. one in the back pocket. Put that in the show notebook. But uh, now I understand that we are having celebrations in the streets of L.A. Can Alita Lap and, and Bo will confirm that right now we are live watching celebrations in Yo, the streets of L.A. Staples Center is lit. Like it's so much. <laughs> it's so many people out in like the streets. Cars are having trouble going by, man. But nothing's on fire. Nothing's Good. being tipped over. It all looks peaceful. Just a lot of, you know, happy Laker fans. I mean, it's been 10 years. You know, it was for Kobe, period. Yeah. Like, uh, the question when the reporter asked him about that, like, uh, AD's response almost brought a tear to my eye, man. But, yeah. you know, I'm 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 really happy for the Lakers. We needed it. Oh, my God, we needed it. Yeah, and I'm happy for Arnie for one of his teams to and finally <laughs> win a title. I, I can't say this. Arnie did send a text message earlier. Hold on. I, want, I don't want to mess I don't the, know how I didn't get this yeah. text message, How did you message, get that? I thought for sure I was going to put the jinx into you, you know? Yeah, see? Oh, yeah. oh, oh we got to mark that tape. Oh, I got to go. mark that tape. There you go. He admits it. He admits it. He knows it. He says, 
our Sooners, our Raiders, our Lakers all won today. Wow. And that was at 1.05 p.m. My next response to him was, Arnie, will not host tonight. I promise if we lose, you are not going to be on air tonight. I meant, I meant to put in my Cowboys, too. The so Cowboys, too. That's four sweet there. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely positively the way that it should be. Um, man, what a... What a win for every now, now first of all, let's let's kind of break this down in different pieces for the Lakers. And by the way, the show tonight, we're going to talk a lot about the Lakers winning the title. Uh, Eric Pincus is joining us in the final hour of the program, so he'll be in uh, ideal in central time, but for for Laker fans, 10:20 Pacific time tonight, uh John Middlecoff will help us with Week five of the NFL season coming up next hour at the bottom of the next hour. And in our next segment, uh, Todd Furman will look back on some of the numbers. But, Arnie, let's let's just start with one basic thing. To be able to persevere through a pandemic to create the the, the bubble from Adams. And, and listen, it didn't go smooth. And I don't mean that from a testing perspective. There were... There were problems. There were some people that ended up getting in trouble for getting their food <laughs> delivered to them. Uh, they went through some issues where you had a team walk off the court right. because they didn't want to play due to social issues and a complete and racial issues, which was a pretty wild thing to see. It was a, it was a moment in history that would just kind of blew all of our, our minds in a good way. But just from a general perspective to be able to pull this off, and, and I say this, I know there's a lot of people that – are, are done with the NBA because it's dra- it dragged on this late. I don't care. Kudos to the NBA, Arnie, for pulling this off. That was something pretty incredible. Oh, it was absolutely. It, it makes it more incredible when we saw what happened with baseball earlier in their season and we see what's going on in the NFL now. I, I can't even keep track of who's playing what. They changed like eight games. <laughs> so um, after seeing what they're going through, as, and also college football, um, it makes it that much more impressive that the NBA was able to go through this with no uh, positive test and to finish out the season. Yeah, and and then, of course, the other side of it is just to see – a team that played really good defense. I mean, that's that that was the core of how the Lakers. Well, I mean, obviously having LeBron James and Anthony Davis helps out quite a bit. No, oh, a little bit, there, <laughs> just yeah. just just a little bit. But at the core of this Lakers team, Arnie was a really good defensive basketball team. And yeah, you, know, you can think what you want. I I got to be honest. Whenever whenever they went out and whenever they brought in Frank Vogel, I kind of thought, Are you kidding me? This is going to be the guy. And he, he, with the help of his 86 assistant coaches, Arnie, they put together an incredible game plan. Yeah, no disrespect to Frank Vogel, but um, and I think it goes to what Go I've been ahead. saying all along. Coaching really doesn't mean anything in the NBA. <laughs> you know, and the same thing is like it is for being a manager in baseball. Um, football, that's a whole nother story. And I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll be behind you on that one. But basketball, I mean, I could be um, a coach in basketball, roll out the ball and say, okay, LeBron, Anthony Davis, I'll, if things get bad, I'll call the timeout. But otherwise, let's go. Let's get at it. Then why do they get fired when they lose? <laughs> Not being serious. If you don't think coaching matters, why did Doc Rivers get canned? He, he can, well, first of all, he, how many championships is you know is he winning over there with the Clippers? I mean, well, how, how many, many years did Vogel are you give win them? before this? I, I think that's completely and totally uh, off base. I'm not going to fight you over because the Lakers won the title. And yeah, Frank I know you're Vogel happy about can that. Can flip you off right now with his ring on his middle finger. But <laughs> if you're going to tell me coaching doesn't matter. Then I, I again, why would you fire Doc Rivers? Why would you hire Frank Vogel? I mean, this to me, I thought that, and the Jason Kidd and, and the part of it, Lionel, um, Lionel, who, who else is Lionel Hollis, who is part of that staff? They have an incredible staff around him. So I disagree with you on that, but let's pose this real quick. Yeah. 
is anyone right to maybe try to asterisk this or say, oh, the, the, this was in the bubble, there were no fans? I kind of think it's a bigger deal that they did, and that asterisk should be a positive thing. But what do you think? Why would it be negative that it wasn't on a home Well, court? because it, we S all over everything in the sports world. So <laughs> that's kind of what I'm thinking of right here. You know, I, I, to me, everybody played on the same thing. You know, there, there was nobody that had the advantage. It, was, it wasn't like the Lakers got to play two games at home while everybody right. else played in the bubble. Everybody was under the same situation. Like I said, though, people are going to take away from it. They'll, they'll S all over it because um, – Remember now, we didn't get the, the ratings wore down. There's no sure. doubt about that. It went up against football, so maybe a lot of people aren't watching the whole series all the way through. And 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 let's be honest. I mean, losing the fans—that's a big part of it. You you lose the fans, and that, that gives you the excitement, the push uh, to really get into it. And it, it took away from it. But I mean, you have to do what you have to do in 2020. There's a, you can't complain about it. They won the championship, and really, it's congratulations to LeBron. You feel good for him that he went ahead and won his fourth title. I'm happy for him. It's just uh, some people are going to take away from it. I don't take away from it. I'll give him all, all the credit in the world. It doesn't bother me that they didn't have home court or they were in a bubble. I'm all fine with that. And then, of course, the other part of it is, well, they didn't have to go through the Clippers. Who cares? Clippers couldn't take care of the Nuggets. We all thought the Lakers were going to lose their series to the Trailblazers after they lost game one. So to me, if that's going to be the angle that some take, Ben Maller, I don't think that matters at all. If, that happens if, all the time every year in the playoffs. Somebody, yeah, of course they do. Every I mean, year. come on. If you think it's going to go to to form one, two, three, four, forget about it. I mean, somebody's going to get upset along the way, and you're going to say they had an easier road. Well, so be it. Or there's a, an injury, and you say, oh, they, they weren't at full strength. Well, that's just the way it's got to be then. All right, so we got a lot to get to on the NBA tonight. The Lakers have won the title. We'll talk about the Vegas ramifications of things yeah. with Todd Furman coming up here. In oh, just remember, a i got to change my Super Bowl pick later on, too. Oh, you got to change that again? Again, this is like the second time you've changed it. Is this going to be a week-to-week thing where you constantly change your Super Bowl pick? I've I've seen my ways. How am I not going to? How am I not picking my Dolphins? But we'll talk about that later (laughs) on. No, (laughs) real quick, big takeaways from Week Five, uh, and and we got a game going on right now where there's critical decision coming up. The the Vikings holding off the Seahawks as we speak. Uh, let's see what a, get a score update here real quick. Every time I, I look up, it's in commercial break for me. Seahawks are trailing twenty six to twenty one. They just got the football back with under two minutes left. As yeah, I don't understand something. You're up by five. Uh, you could kick a chippy field goal to go up by eight, which means they need a touchdown and a two point conversion in the rain. You have a pretty good defense, and you decide to go for you don't get it. Now you. We'll see if you lose the game because of that. Yeah, fourth and inches, by the way. The football was right at the, what, on a five-yard line. You had to basically move it an inch, yeah. and they weren't able to do it. The Seahawks' defense came up big and got the football back, and now Russell Wilson is trying to to, to push him back down the field and potentially win this game. And that, I mean, that wasn't even close. I'm watching the replay right now. He didn't even come close to getting out on that fourth down run. So, anyway, uh, quick week five takeaways. Dan Quinn is out in Atlanta. Not only is Dan Quinn out, but the GM, Thomas and Mitroff, is out as well. They fell to 0-5 today. I think Adam Gase is still employed as we sit here. The Jets fell to 0-5 as well, and the Chiefs were handed their first loss of the and, season by Derek Carr and the Las Vegas Raiders. And don't bury the lead. What happened to Dak Prescott just absolutely, it just absolutely you, you feel horrible, and now, oh my goodness, uh, you want to start talking about what's next. Um, Dalton came in, led him to the victory. The Cowboys win. 
but uh, Dak's going under, uh, I guess, having surgery right now he from what just I got out of it. Uh, oh, he just got out Lapp of it. Said. Yeah, I think uh, I think a family member posted a picture of him in the bed after he got out. of I the, saw uh, that. I think that was before. Was that before? Okay. I think that was before. So double checked. I'm pretty sure that that was his brother. That was well, his we, brother, Tad. Yeah. But he did just get out of uh, surgery per okay. source from Adam Schefter. OK, there because the go. picture he took with his brother was before. That was hours ago. Um, but yeah, if you say he got out, then that's fine from Adam Schefter. Why do you not believe anyone when they tell you stuff? <laughs> no, because I saw that picture hours okay. ago. That's okay. why. Because I just my goodness. Lee's sitting, Lee's sitting there saying, yeah, I saw it from Adam Schefter. Well, I mean, I don't know if you say that you saw it from there. But <laughs> no, you're, you're right. You're right. Unless that's, you hear it from me, forget right. about it. Yeah. But but in a Fortunate story. What does that mean going forward for the Cowboys? We'll talk about it a lot tonight. But the Lakers and the NBA champs, Eric Pink is coming up in our final hour. But when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, Todd Furman will join us to recap not only a wild week five, but a title for the Lakers here with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Arnie. Yes. Get me caught up. What's going on in Sunday Night Football? Minnesota up 26-21. Seattle just called a timeout. It's going to be fourth and goal. Um, Pete Carroll really screwed up. I'm third down. I think it was third down. Um... Seattle had caught a pass, it looked like, in the end zone for the touchdown. One official said touchdown. One official said no because he was hit. Um, And they said he dropped it. It was really caught at the one, and he kind of backed into it, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, They didn't review it, even though they had one timeout left. And I know that Pete Carroll doesn't want to use up that one timeout. But you got to review that when when the game's on the line. That'd be a booth review. That'd be a booth review. So that's out of his his power. Although they rooted incomplete. Right, but I'm saying the yeah. booth would have to review it, so he'd have oh, no okay. power there, yeah. Well, he should have screamed for it because uh, <laughs> they they went, got another play, and so now that was on second down. So now it's fourth and goal, 20 seconds left in the game. Minnesota leads 26-21, and the ball is on the six-yard line. So it's all the marbles here unless there's a penalty. Top of the ninth, one out. Rays lead the Astros right now, and we go to the man to help us make sense of all of it, Todd Furman. Bet the Board podcast, of course, Vegas Insider for FS1's Fox Bet Live. Uh, as we watch this fourth down play, Todd, let's first and foremost talk about the Lakers winning the title. Is it good news for Vegas, bad news for Vegas? How did that play out? Touchdown, from, uh, by the way, Seattle. But touchdown, the, Seattle. Uh, the, the Lakers are a public team, so it really doesn't hurt the book all that much. You were talking about a team that was favored in most shops coming into the season, even before they had Anthony Davis landed on their roster. And ultimately, when you bring in that kind of star power, you're still looking at odds that are relatively short in the grand scheme of things. One thing, guys, I realize why I typically do this segment with you about an hour later. I don't get to watch the final play in the Seahawks game. I don't get to watch the ninth inning in the Rays game. You guys are doing me no service in terms of providing up-to-the-minute sports updates. But, uh, no, Lakers, not a bad decision for the house at all. And honestly, Chris, from the folks that I spoke to, they said the betting handle for Game 6 tonight was an afterthought in comparison to the NFL. So you didn't get a, uh, there wasn't a lot of bets on the NBA playoffs this year or the NBA finals. People kind of just said um, the hell with it. They were all in the football, I'm taking then, is what happened here, you know, Todd. Fo- football, as we know, Arnie, is always king, and everybody else yeah. falls in line in the pecking order behind them. So when you're going head-to-head with a football game, even if it's during the regular season uh, like you had tonight or you had a number of times throughout the course uh, of the postseason run, it just pales in comparison. And this is why the NBA has typically benefited from being the only game in town during the month of June. It's a heck of a lot different narrative when you're competing against the NFL, college football, Major League Baseball, and even the Stanley Cup playoffs to a lesser extent. So uh, it's an interesting dynamic, uncharted times. You can enjoy the confluence of all the sporting events. We can only hope that this never happens again, though. So, again, to, to recap, as Arnie said, right when we started diving into the NBA, Seahawks score a touchdown, take the lead with 15 seconds left, uh, two-point conversion. Arnie, I, Arnie's feet no ahead of mine, so no good. So it's 27-26 Seattle with about 15 seconds left in the game. Uh, Minnesota will get the ball back. Hey, looks like Seattle's going to improve to 5-0, and though they're not going to cover here. Pretty impressive start for the Seahawks. Todd, what do you think about this squad overcoming adversity time after time this year? It's pretty incredible. We talk uh, about Russell Wilson being the great equalizer and how he masks a lot of this team's deficiencies, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But in the modern-day NFL, you don't have to have a lockdown defense like the 1985 Chicago Bears. You don't need to have Ed Reed and Ray Lewis out there pitching shutouts every single week. You just have to hold your opponent to 21 to 24 points, expect your playmakers to show up, and today was the perfect illustration. Minnesota builds that 13 nothing lead going into the half, and in the blink uh, of an eye, you're talking about Seattle scoring 20 
21 points. They did have to put together some late heroics and now cling to that one-point lead with 15 ticks remaining. All right, Todd, Dak Prescott. Oh, my goodness. Horrible, horrible injury. Um, We'll see. I'm assuming he's going to be out for the rest of the year. What does that do for the Cowboys? What does that do for Dak? What does that do for the numbers? It's got to be crazy right now there. It changes the Cowboys' outlook quite a bit. Now, thankfully for Dallas, they had the foresight to bring in a veteran, one that is probably underachieved as far as his postseason resume is concerned. But we can't ignore the fact that Andy Dalton led the Cincinnati Bengals into the postseason for a number of years. He was just unable to actually get them through that opening round. But if you want to try and put it in a number context, you're talking about a five to five and a half point adjustment from Dak Prescott to Andy Dalton. So just for Monday Night Football alone, you were looking at Dallas projected about a field goal favorite hosting Arizona. Now they're a two and a half point underdog. I think a lot more pressure will be shifted to that Cowboys defense that's underachieved all season long. And clearly it's got to be a lot heavier reliance on Ezekiel Elliott, even behind a banged up offensive line. Um, I got so many things in the NFL I want to get to. Let's start here. Atlanta makes a move. Dan Quinn's out. Thomas Dimitrov saw out as well, which is kind of surprising. But does the coaching change change anything for you? I mean, this is just what looks like a really bad football team right now. I think Atlanta's got to figure out the direction they want to go. And as much as we want to point fingers at the general manager and the head coach, Matt Ryan today didn't give them a chance to win against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, And ultimately, Atlanta's got to try and figure out the direction that this franchise is going to go to be able to get back to the big game where obviously we all know about the 25-point lead they relinquished the last time they were there. Um, If the Houston Texans are any indication, maybe get Atlanta's best effort next week against the Minnesota Vikings where they'll be about a a three-and-a-half-point underdog, or at least that's where the number projects to open at FanDuel right now, Uh, but we'll see. I think Atlanta, this is guys playing for their jobs because I don't see the postseason coming up in their future. Todd, are you making any serious dough with all these moving of games? And what I mean by that is, let's say I took the Patriots against Denver when they moved the game and Cam wasn't going to play, and I said, okay, I'll just lay a small number or maybe I'll get him at a pick Next thing you know, that thing gets moved to next week. Cam's going to play. Stephon Gilmore will play, and I could go ahead and middle this thing. I could become rich doing stuff like that. Well, interestingly enough, Arnie, most sports books, as it pertains to the NFL, you have seven days from the date that the game was originally scheduled. So a lot of these books will actually refund some of those wagers. Now, I can tell you a bit of a horror story from some of the pools that take place out here in Las Vegas. If games are canceled because of COVID, there's one prominent pool that just says, hey, you don't get any credit for that particular game. Another pool says you get a half point. And if you're competing in one of the biggest survivor pools out here, if your game doesn't get played and you have a team that was in one of those games canceled because of COVID. Hey, tough luck. You're sitting on the sidelines and you're going home. <laughs> Ouch. Wow. All right. I want you to get to the bottom of the ninth inning and watch the Astros race finish. But before we do, Todd, um, from a college football perspective, I'm not going to bring up the Sooners. Don't worry. But uh, hey, they, a- hey, Chris, they salvaged their season. They did what they it. could to salvage their season on Saturday. It was ugly, it but they was. salvaged something. But how challenging is this going to be? Arnie was bringing up the COVID issues with the NFL, but, man, Todd, I feel like week after week you get more craziness. Missouri beating LSU. Uh, I mean, Tennessee and Georgia is tight. Arkansas should have beaten Auburn. I mean, it's, I just feel like parity is going to be the word this year in college football outside of maybe Clemson and Bama. 
I wouldn't argue that assessment at all. And I think it's become a real challenge from a handicapping perspective, trying to figure out who may or may not be available any given week. I mean, earlier tonight, we had one of the biggest games in the Big 12 already canceled for next Saturday between Baylor and Oklahoma State, as Baylor is going to shut their program down to try and prevent an outbreak. Game will be rescheduled for December 12th. But it's all about teams that are focused in continuity. I think coaching will play an even bigger role than it already does in the sport. And right in your backyard, Chris, you have two teams right now that are undefeated in the Big 12 in Kansas State and Iowa State, and on their resume, they have losses to Arkansas State <laughs> and Louisiana. Louisiana. There's yeah. a realistic chance that you could have teams playing in the Big 12 championship that have lost to a Sunbelt team, and that would have been hard to wrap your head around in years past. Yeah, uh, by point. the way, is there still futures for Pac-12 and Big 10, or is that pretty much out the window? You know, Arnie, any bet you want to make on the Arizona Wildcats, you have my phone number. You can text me. I'll put an extra zero or two on there for you, and I'm happy to take that action. Uh, But there will be conference futures. Most of the books have held off on those. I think the bigger bet, and, of course, this is one that I say, obviously want to be optimistic that we see a full season. Expecting the Big 12, uh, excuse me, the Big 10 and the Pac-12 to play a season in their entirety, given what we've seen already take place around the college football landscape, oh, oh. I'd make that about a 30-1 to 1 underdog, if not higher. Oh, I agree, wow. especially when you have 21 days to quarantine for oh. a positive test in the Big 10. All right, Todd, appreciate your time as always, Thanks, buddy. Todd. Thanks for coming on early. You're the man, and we'll talk to you next week, man. Always a pleasure, gents. Talk to you next week. All right, no bottom of the ninth in baseball. Steve nope. will have an update. First, I want to tell you about Geico. It's October, and what does that mean? Well, it's Geico-ween, of course. Don't be spooked by high rates on car insurance. Geico is brewing up spell-binding savings that they're crafting just for you. See how much you could save. Get a quote today at geico.com. And I guess, Steve DeSager, everything is a final now. Yeah, just now. And what a night it has been. That finish at Seattle in the rain. And the Seahawks are 5-0 and now. 27-26 the final over Minnesota. Guys, am I the only one who said, Minnesota, why are you not kicking the short field goal? I said that on the air. I said, what are you doing? But it was raining and you have to pick up an inch. And I could certainly see the other side of that. Minnesota though had a fourth and one down at the Seattle six-yard line at the two-minute warning. They decided not to kick the field goal, which would have made it 29-21, which means even if Russell Wilson has an incredible drive the length of the field like he did, you'd still have to get the two-point conversion, and even then, it's only on to overtime. As it was, long drive, it turned out to be the game winner, and they did not get the two-point conversion, 27-26. Seattle wins it on a touchdown pass with 15 seconds to go. Two on fourth a, downs. A two fourth downs and goal for the last pass, too. Jeez. Exactly. Russell Wilson to DK Metcalf, six yards for the winner. That capped a 13-play, 94-yard drive ah. after stopping Minnesota on the fourth and one. And Dalvin Cook, the superstar for the Vikings. The running back had no carries in the second half tonight due to a groin injury. First half, 17 carries for him, 65 yards and a score. 5-0 and for the Seahawks, 1-4 and record for Minnesota. Dallas on a field goal on the final play beat the winless Giants, 37-34. Giants are 0-5. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott was taken to the hospital with a severe ankle injury, had surgery tonight for a compound fracture and a dislocation out for the year. Wow. Miami won at San Francisco, 43-17. Dolphins led at the half, 30-7. Jimmy Garoppolo 
started at quarterback for the Niners but was benched at halftime. Cleveland is 4-1 after beating Indianapolis 32-23. Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield with two touchdowns, two interceptions. He did have x-rays on his ribs. They were negative. Mayfield says he expects to play next week. Pittsburgh is 4-0 after beating Philadelphia 38-29. Rookie Chase Claypool with three touchdown passes and a TD run for the Steelers. Las Vegas with the upset win at Kansas City. 40 to 32. Derek Carr, three touchdown passes in the second quarter, 347 yards in the game. Baltimore 27-3 over the Bengals. Ravens defense sacked Joe Burrow seven times. Wins for the Rams in Houston, for Arizona and Carolina, which won at Atlanta 23-16. So the Falcons are 0-5. And tonight, Falcons coach Dan Quinn was fired and GM Thomas Dimitrov fired. Tomorrow's Denver at New England game was postponed after another positive virus test from the Patriots, so New England is on a bye now. The NFL adjusted the schedules for nine teams, including the Bills. They will not play this Thursday's game against Kansas City. That was moved to Monday the 19th. Tomorrow night, Chargers at New Orleans and Saints star wide receiver Michael Thomas is not coming back after all. Reportedly, he's out after a fight at practice. Tuesday night, Buffalo 4-0 at Tennessee 3-0, and the Titans did hold an outdoor practice tonight. League approved, so that's a good sign. Bad sign for college football is next weekend's Oklahoma State at Baylor game was postponed to December due to Baylor's virus cases called a significant increase in virus cases. Even one of their position groups didn't even have enough guys to have a game this coming week. NBA Finals, the Lakers are champs. They beat Miami easily in Game 6 tonight, 106-93. The Lakers led 82-46 late in the third quarter. LeBron James, a triple-double and just one turnover. He was the unanimous Finals MVP. And Game 1 is a final. They've opened the American League Championship Series and the top seed wins. That's the Tampa Bay Rays. They beat Houston 2-1. It was the Rays Friday night that eliminated the Yankees in a thrilling Game 5 of that best-of-five division series. They won that one 2-1 to one, thanks to a solo homer off Araldis Chapman in the bottom of the eighth. In this, there was a first-inning Houston home run from Jose Altuve, and they didn't score again the rest of the night. They left 10 men on base, including when they had bases loaded at one point. Yuli Gurriel grounded into a double play. The National League Championship Series will start on Fox TV tomorrow night. Dodgers against Braves. Some fans are allowed in in Texas this week. They've sold World Series tickets for Texas for the next week as well. Chase Elliott took NASCAR's road race at Charlotte, and Rafael Nadal won the French Open. What a night in the world of sports, guys. Yeah, I saw an absolutely fantastic night. You had LeBron win another title. You had maybe one of the drives of the year in a driving rainstorm yep. with what Seattle did to beat Minnesota after a controversial going for it on fourth down. And then you had the Rays t- take game one all in the span of what? Like maybe 30 minutes? That's or actually Plus the Falcons minutes. firing during the Seattle Seahawks game. Tonight. Right. <laughs> I mean, what a crazy, amazing night as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. My gosh, man. I don't even know. I don't even know where to start. I mean, it's all – and we're 30 minutes into the show, well, 36 minutes, and coming up next hour we're going to talk a lot about the NFL with John Middlecoff. But, man, Arnie, from Dak's injury to uh, the firing of Dan Quinn to the Chiefs getting beat at home by the Raiders. Well, 
Oh, what am I, I, was, I was going to say? Dolphin, well, sorry, sorry, no, 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 the no, Dolphins. I was going to say, uh, speaking about Dak, though, it's just a matter of time before. And I was, you know, the Twitter trolls came out all over about the Dak injury. Um, people say just a matter of time now before Jerry Jones calls. Hello, New York Jets. Sam Darnold is he available? Because I'm, I'll give you a third round pick for a uh, third round pick for him, and we'll we'll make a deal out there. That's if he's going to move on past Dak. I don't know if I'll make that move now, but. I mean, that that's one thing I'd consider. I'd, I, if I'm the Jets, I'd call over there, that's for sure. You, would you take a third-round pick for Sam Darnold? I think if I'm the say, Jets? Yeah. T- I would do that tomorrow. You would you would take a third-round pick for Sam Darnold right well, now? Well, because I'm not going to use him after this year anyway, so what difference does it make? Well, no, your Giants are going to have the first pick, and they're going to get Trevor Lawrence. So you're saying the Jets at two are going to take like I Justin don't know. They, I thought the Jets were worse than the Giants. I don't <laughs> know. I've, what if, what a rock fight we could have over that one Oh, my one goodness. Oh, jeez. I think Sam Darnold could still get a first-round pick from somebody. I really do. I what happens if Atlanta turns out to be the worst and they get the first pick and they end up getting Dabo and Trevor Lawrence? Uh, and, and they're going to have a whole new front office structure, so you're basically going to be able to do whatever you want. I mean, wow. you're going to be able to... You're going to be able to bring in a guy that can completely – I, I don't know. I'll be curious to see what Arthur Blank does if they hire a GM first or if they go out and get their head coach first. I don't know if they've had any news on that tonight. But, yeah, I mean, you, I, I know that it's it's kind of tough to have these conversations right now because nobody in Atlanta is listening. They couldn't care less about where the Falcons are right now. No, a Falcon no, fan yeah. is, is either just hammered, drunk, trying to figure out what's going on here or uh, just done with sports radio. But still, Arnie <laughs> – you can't help but, as Ben Maller teaches us, always look in the loser's locker room. And you think about places like New York with the Giants and the Jets and the Falcons who made that move today. They look pretty hopeless at those three places right now, right? I mean, absolutely hopeless. So I guess anything is on the table right now. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't think Atlanta well, – I didn't think Atlanta was that bad, as bad as the Jets and the Giants. So we'll have to see what happens there. I, I think it's going to be a two-team or th- two team race, like you said, the Jets-Giants for that position. I, I don't think Atlanta will be that bad. And otherwise, I don't see anybody sinking to – uh, you know, that low. Had the Cowboys lost today, maybe they would have been an option. But um, Washington, and they're going to go ahead and deal Haskins, it looks like, out there, too. I wonder how many takers they're going to be for him. Great question. It's a great question. Right, I'm going to throw one more question at you, non-NFL related. And I want you to think about it during the break. I don't want to get too uh, in-depth on this. I don't really know if we have to. But of now his four NBA rings – He won two with the Heat. He won a title, obviously, for Cleveland, and now one with the Lakers. Where does this rank? I mean, you're talking about a guy now who is the four-time NBA Finals MVP. The 12 and 13 Miami Heat teams are always kind of questioned because they were the first super team. I personally, as much as I love this uh, win for the Lakers, maybe the win with Cleveland and and how they were able to do it against another super team, I I don't know, Arnie. I, I think... I think between the 16 title in Cleveland and now the 2020 banner going up in Staples Center, it's kind of tough based on everything that this team had to go through when you're talking about the most impressive run to an NBA championship in LeBron's career right now. now I would still I, I would still go ahead and give it to, to his victory in Cleveland, going okay. home, winning it for the home crowd. Uh, you saw how bad the Cavaliers were before he got there, even with Kyrie, um, and, and how emotional it was for him and the tears. I, I, I got to put Cleveland number one. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, we'll go more in-depth on that. Plus... 
We might have to dive into a little bit of breaking news tonight in the NFL. Are there rumblings out of New York? We could see a coaching Uh-oh. change. Uh-oh. We'll keep tabs on it. Dive into it next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Our incredible crew of editors behind the scenes are working to get us post-game audio from the Lakers championship. We'll have it for you to kick off hour number two and sprinkle it in throughout the, the show. I was going to ask you something. Okay, go ahead. You notice how people are saying, well, I said this, but I, I think a lot of people agree with me. Well, the NBA took a back seat uh, because of the NFL going on. Um, what do you think got, you know, what's little fanfare when the NBA starts up in October and, and we're like, oh, my goodness, the NBA is starting? Or when they're finishing up in October and the championship is going on? It, it feels like both times we're like, ah, we'll, we'll get to the NBA later on. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think, you know, it's we, we can have a debate and I'm sure it'll be had on this network and I'm sure we'll dive into it more next week but just how not only was it a small kind of moving away from the NBA Arnie it was rather substantial in what they saw ratings drops and that's the debate well we're not used to watching the NBA in October and uh, the finals was unique. So I want to point out some of the social justice issues they right. took up. And to me, I, I've always been the belief that if that's a reason you're not watching the NBA, you probably haven't been watching the NBA to begin with. Exactly. Pe- people, my, and I say this with love, she's my favorite, but my mother-in-law is like, well, I won't watch the NFL because of the kneeling. I'm like, well, you've never watched the NFL before. And I, it's funny because I always get a, twi- a text from her when the Raiders win. So somehow the people <laughs> are still watching. Anyway, hey, can't, I, can't you just... Just watch after the yeah, uh, after exactly. that, you watch the beginning of the game. You know? <laughs> exactly. So I mean, again, there's going to be those conversations that take place about ah uh, the popularity's taking a hit. Look, the NBA is even walking back. How they're going to allow these uh, statements being on jerseys? But Arnie, none of that matters to me because the Lakers won the yeah. title tonight. I don't care about these debates right, right now. And, no, but and I. I, I well, I will say this, and I know you don't care because your Lakers did win the championship, and congratulations yes. to them, but I think the NBA is going to have to tweak a few things. Sure. Um, I don't know if they still want to do the 1 through 16 or break it up by conference or somehow do it different, uh, you know, different seedings or um, whatever, but something does have to be tweaked. You certainly see that. I, I will say, I think it's going to be fun over the next few weeks to actually kind of look, okay, so what What sticks? from what we experimented with in the bubble for both and and I know baseball isn't well baseball isn't a bubble now but what we did for baseball and what we've done for the NBA and obviously the the NFL hasn't had much of a shift outside of roster sizes and and practice squads and all that stuff that when you get in the weeds nobody really cares about but I mean I wonder from the NBA bubble Arnie what really ends up sticking from some of the things that they I- did different I would, matter of fact, I know you think this is crazy. I would, what is there, 80 games? Continue uh-huh. with the 80 games, um, but maybe 10 games are played in the bubble in Orlando, and if, but except it's open to the public. And if people want to go there and you have games all day long like we had, um, maybe do it around the holidays. Maybe that's something that they want to rethink or, or, or implement that. I, I think that will be – that's a really good question. Now, we understand. I don't think – But you're taking know. away home games then. And then True. Uh, yeah. and, and everyone's going to need revenue. We're, we're going to be in a fight for revenue, I think, over the next couple of years. And, you know, Eric Pincus is coming up with us in the final hour, and I'll never forget when we were talking to him early, his concern was, man, are we even going to have fans in the stands in 2021, right? His question was, are we going to be at that point next year 
where we're going to open the seat. It's like, welcome back to Staples Center or welcome back into the Pepsi Center or, or wherever. I mean, I'm just I, – I don't know if that's going to be a case. So, Arnie, I understand where you're coming from. I think it would be cool. But I also think you, you're, you're looking at a situation to where you don't want to take away home court from anyone from that perspective. Right. Yes, exactly. It, Especially I, the money. The owners want the money. That's what I meant. You know? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. You're 100% right. But congratulations to the Lakers tonight. They've won the NBA title. And as a matter of fact, when we come back, you'll hear LeBron talking about respect. You'll hear from Jeannie Buss. Uh, we got Frank Vogel. Uh, we Jeannie, got my, high school, Davis. Uh, uh, my high school uh, teammate there, my classmate. Yes, yes, she was the one Bet that they handed the trophy to. I, I've never, I've never heard you bring that up, huh? <laughs> I've never heard you bring that up. I wonder if she's going to call into the show tonight. Maybe I think that they might be a little bit too busy celebrating to come on the show tonight. But who knows? You never maybe, know. Never know. Maybe next week. Maybe, maybe next week. Maybe. See, I wish that it was a situation where you were, uh, where you were like tight enough with her. That when something like this happens, she would call me. She'd be calling right away. She would like have no idea who call. I was anyway. I just, remember me, Arnold, on the <laughs> basketball team? I was going to ask you out one time. We would have <laughs> fell in love. We would have gotten married. I'd be part owner of the Lakers. Do you think that the Lakers still would have won a championship if you were part owner of the Lakers oh, in 2020? We'd be on our fourth in a row right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Sager's coming up here in just a bit to get you caught up on everything. Man, we, we haven't even really started to dip our toe into week no. five. Obviously, we're keeping tabs on Dak's surgery. Uh, Adam Schefter just reported that he is out of surgery. I, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and try to play Dr. Arnie, but I would assume that he's done for the season. I, I think that's a fair assumption. So we'll see what the Cowboys do. They went out and got Andy Dalton for a reason. So, are, I mean, they're in first place in the NFC East now. They, they have two wins. They're in first place. The Eagles are an unmitigated wow. disaster right now. The Giants can't win a game. I don't know what's going on with the Washington football team. Outside of the fact that we had the cool moment with Alex Smith's return today, which we'll talk about. That was great. So that was that, good to see there. Yeah. That was really awesome to see. So we'll talk more about Dallas and what's coming up next. And listen, I think I've done a good job of staying calm here in hour number one, Arnie. Oh, well, you're a lot better mood than you were the last two weeks. But the Raiders did beat the Chiefs in Kansas City for the first time in like seven years. My Raiders. So we'll talk to John Middlecoff about that coming up. Still a lot of problems with the Raiders defensively, but a big win on a fun week five of the NFL. And the Astros fall to the Rays in game one. It's all coming up here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What a night. What a night. The Lakers win the title. The Rays take game one from the Astros in the National League Championship Series. We're monitoring a major injury in the NFL and thoughts and prayers with Dak Prescott. And a great finish on Sunday night football between the Vikings and the Seahawks with the Seahawks pulling it off 27 Mm. to 26. Coaching openings, all kinds of stuff going on. I I don't want the show to stop tonight. I won't lie to you. (laughs) This is one of those nights where I'm. It's sometimes like I ah, just uh, when we get done, I'm going to go to sleep. I don't think I'm sleeping tonight, Arnie. This is, this is uh, with everything that we went through and, and the royal we. I'm not sitting here trying to right, say poor right, me right. or poor us, but everybody. These are the kind of nights that you, whenever you were in quarantine and everything was shut down, you thought, okay, man, man, when everything gets going, we're going to be fired up, and we did. What a great day of NFL action! As you brought up, we had a firing. What a fun night. Uh, in the NFL with a great Sunday night football game. We're going to get games Monday and Tuesday. I don't even know if we need to spend a segment trying to figure out the schedule because I'm so damn confused right now. Uh, I, we'll I, was to, I was supposed to have the day off tomorrow because of the Patriots were playing at right. 5 o'clock Eastern. They're not nope. playing anymore, so I'm back at work tomorrow. Now you got to go to work tomorrow. Yes, and, I have to get in there. Uh, but, of course, I, I do think the biggest story in sports tonight is that the Lakers won the NBA title. Uh, gosh, okay, I promised audio. Let's get into it. Here was the trophy presentation, and I play this because I thought what Adam Silver had to say was – Pretty, pretty special. This was the moment when the Lakers took the, uh, took the trophy. This season restart was always about something bigger than basketball. It was about resilience and ingenuity. But it was also about racial equality and social justice. Working together, teams and players, we found a way to play through a pandemic, keep everyone safe, and put a spotlight on these critically important issues. For that, every team deserves to be celebrated. And a special thank you to Disney and the 6,500 people who worked on this campus. The basketball here in Orlando has been intense. Congratulations to the Miami Heat, our Eastern Conference champions. And after three months, one team has emerged victorious. The Los Angeles Lakers are the NBA's 2019-20 champions. Pretty awesome stuff. And again, Adam Silver, great points, right? Everything that they fought through, everything that they played through. I, that number of people that were involved in the Disney campus kind of blew my mind. Wow. 
But, hey, it, it, it's a title for L.A., and I, I hate to say it's been a long time coming because right. there's fan bases that have definitely been in longer slumps. But still, that's the expectation of Laker well, basketball. I was going to ask you, who, who parties more or who parties harder in L.A.? Um, when they when the Lakers win the championship, which they just did, or when the Dodgers win the World Series, um, or is there going to be the bigger uh, celebration? I think it should be a joint presentation or a joint celebration. <laughs> I think right? I think there'd be a lot more partying going on for the Dodgers. To be honest with you, I think you might be right. Dodgers. Yeah. It's been since 1988 when Gibby had the walk off in Game One against the A's and Oral Hershiser shut down uh, Oakland, oh, but. Oh. If they can get by Atlanta, I think they've got a pretty good chance to pull this off. By the way, I, am, I have the hardest time, I don't want to get off on a tangent here, in embracing watching and having watched the Astros play Chavez Ravine. That's been a hard thing for me to embrace, Arnie. Now, uh, baseball in, in, in Texas for the National League was a little bit right. odd, too. But I, I, I embrace it if there is a title. At but, but that's the only thing we're rooting for now is what Dodgers, Astros is. Yeah. That- I, th- I think so, now that the Yankees are out of it. All right, so a lot of buzz being made about LeBron's post-game comments. Here's what he had to say about respect and how not only does he want it, but he wants it for his team. Oh, I guess it would help if I actually hit yeah. play instead, hit, of hit just the play sit- button instead of just sitting here looking yeah. at it. That means a lot to represent this franchise. I told Jeannie when I came here that uh, I was going to put this franchise back in a position where it belongs. Her late great father did it for so many years, and she just you know took it on after that. And for me to be a part of such a historical franchise is uh, it's an unbelievable feeling, not only for myself, but for my teammates, for the organization, for the coaches, for the trainers, everybody that's here. We just want our respect. Rob wants his respect. <laughs> Coach Vogel wants respect. Our organization wants their respect. Laker Nation wants their respect. And I want my damn respect, too. <laughs> come on. If you have to ask for respect, come on. You you just have people give it to you because you've earned it. You don't have to ask for it. And, do, do, um, do, do you listen to this station? Do you listen to this network? <laughs> do you watch the debate shows, Arnie? Uh, I mean, come on. They'll this- be, I, I, I'll bet you $5 they'll be ripping him like crazy tomorrow. Oh. That's for sure. Yeah, and as we come to you live tonight from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance, you absolutely positively know that's going to be, ah, how dare he sit there and ask for respect? Like, yeah, he he has to ask for it because nobody gives it. Well, I I can't say nobody, but there is a large faction that always finds a problem with every little thing that LeBron does, and all he consistently does is is win. Who deserves the most respect in this league organization? There's four. Well, I guess you give uh, Vogel, uh, LeBron, maybe Anthony Davis, maybe Genie or um, uh, Rob Polinka. That's a great question, and I'm not going to do my usual, Arnie. I think all of them deserve, and kind of the way that I try to <laughs> try to dance around it. How about this? How about Rob Polinka? Because whenever he was named the general manager, it was, my gosh, they hired Rob Lowe, right? It was a big joke. And then you had the whole magic and that odd, I'm not going to be here anymore, press conference that we had. And listen, I'm not the biggest KCP fan in the world, and there might have been a lot of uh, package deals between he and LeBron James, but they were able, after the big trade with the Pelicans, to put pieces around LeBron and Anthony Davis that fit. And I 
I mean, am I crazy to think that it's Rob Polinka right now? Yeah, I, I mean, look, he deserves a lot of credit. I, I just don't think he's the answer I would have given. Who is, um, then who is it, it for you? Uh, it's Jeannie, because isn't this her first championship uh, yep. since her father passed? That's right. Um, so she's the sole owner. Uh, well, her brother was, I don't know that whole thing, but she's the owner for the most part, winning the first championship since her father passed away, been with the team since her father bought it, obviously. Uh, to me, um, I think she deserves uh, a lot of the credit, the unsung credit there, because you know she's done so much and she's stuck by the team. Uh, you know, and, and when they were having tough times she's like i'm going to straighten out the ship i'm taking over and i'm, I'm going to fix things and, and that's exactly what they did i don't know if i've ever told you this story Go ahead. Um, when i was in high school i was talking to my basketball coach one day and Jeannie came walking by and i didn't know who Jeannie was really i well, i know who she was but i didn't know about her father and my basketball coach said hey Jeannie, did your dad buy the indiana pacers and she said no no he decided not to buy the pacers he's saving his money for the lakers and of course i went who's your dad could have buy the Lakers but could you imagine how he bought the Indiana Pacers instead how things would have been different right now you know I'm really glad he didn't Arnie uh, <laughs> I think the NBA should be well actually I don't know that would have been fascinating to see what would have happened if Jerry Buss had won and got his initial team and oh. it was the Pacers oh. and what could have ended up happening there and the rumor was, and I don't know if this is, uh, I'll just say rumor was, that I i guess I heard that the other owners didn't want to put Dr. Buss as the owner because they were afraid of his finances. And it was, uh, it was Donald Sterling that said, okay, hey, hey. If there's any finance problem, I've got it covered. That's right. And and the rest of the owners just oh, you got it covered, Donald. Then we're good with it. Let's go ahead and do it. That's right. And I think that I, I've listened to all the podcasts that uh, I think it was Ramona Shelburne did around the that just disastrous of an that disaster of an end that he had in the Clippers, and I I think they verified that that was actual wow. actually true. So. Yeah, wild stuff. So, okay. Well, you say Jeannie deserves I say the Jeannie. credit. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, then let's not uh, short her here then in uh, getting a little love tonight. To you, Lakers team. <laughs> I am so proud of you both on and off the court. You've done Los Angeles proud with your hard work, your professionalism, and your dedication. You have written your own inspiring chapter in the Wow. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be weird because you're not gonna have the shots of the streamers and the the celebrations right. with the fans, and that's always right. kind of an odd thing to me. But I just absolutely positively dig what in, in everyone. How about this? As we learn from Big Ben, the story is always in the loser's locker. Right, right. So with that in mind, did Jimmy Butler not become more of a superstar than he was? Oh, did already? he play today? Did he play today? Okay, now that's that's a little bit cold. He had forty plus the other night. <laughs> oh, we're not talking the shows tonight, right? Right, the show is tonight. Yes. But y- y- you don't think Jimmy Butler helped his stock overall in the way he played? Of course in the he did. Absolutely. I I mean, look, I knew he was a great player. I just didn't know he was top ten great player. Um, I don't know if he fits in that top ten, but uh, he certainly had a couple of great games. Three games um, today, though. It just wasn't there for him. But, no, he certainly did increase his stock. There's no doubt about that. And to me, I kind of got a big kick out of watching him do some endorsements. What's the the Michelob Ultra commercial where he's dancing around to Hall & Oates? It's just like you learned that this guy had a a personality. And as he said afterwards, he had fun. I'm a decent player. I think that I've grew in every aspect of the game. So I can smile about that. And more than anything, I've learned that – 
here, me works here. I'm always, always, always gonna believe in my guys. And I think the, the one thing that I learned more than anything is how fun it is to play with these guys. Like it, it really was fun watching all my young fellas grow, having vets come in and um, showcase what they can still do and, and, and teach me so much. It was a uh, it was a great time. Yeah, I, did I, I hear that correctly? What's that? Th- th- did he say how much fun it is to play with these guys, or how yeah. it sucked playing with Embiid and Simmons? I didn't. I didn't. That's. <laughs> you know, it's funny. The, I, can you tell me that again? <laughs> the the Lakers won a title. Uh, the Eagles are kind uh, of garbage, but I'm willing to bet that that becomes a major story in Philadelphia <laughs> tomorrow. You know, well, you just know going well. out on a limb here. <laughs> All right, two more quick cuts, and we'll grab a break. John Middlecoff coming up at the bottom of this hour. Frank Vogel afterwards. We have a PhD in adversity. I can tell you that much. Uh, we've been through a lot, but I'm so damn proud of this team. <laughs> well, champion. They didn't have their anything is possible moment, but Anthony Davis, as you might imagine, he's been uh, he's been big in tributes to Kobe, and I right. thought this was the best moment of of the post game so far. Ever since the tragedy, tragedy, you know, all we want to do is is do it for him, and we didn't let him down. Um, it would have been great to do it, you know, last game in his jerseys, but you know, it made us come out even more aggressive, even more powerful on both ends of the floor to make sure we close it out tonight. And I know he's looking down on us, proud of us. Um, I know, you know, Vanessa's proud of us. The organization's proud of us. You know, it, it means a lot to us. Mm. Almost fitting, right? Absolutely. Almost fitting that you do it after losing Kobe Bryant in that tragic helicopter accident. So, Lakers win the title tonight. And now we, I don't necessarily say automatically turn our attention to what's next for the NBA, but... Arnie, that conversation is going to start here pretty soon. I mean, when when do you restart camps? When do you plan on trying to start your season? Well, they They've said what, January first. I thought they were going to after January first. So it means you got to be in camp uh, uh, around December fifteenth yeah. or before then, which means Christmas time. You got to be at camp. That's not going to make a lot of people happy. No, yeah. I don't think they're playing bad. And I know that there had been the the buzz around trying to maybe restart yeah. around Christmas. But, Arnie, I don't think they're playing uh, any, anymore in 2020. I think they're going to take their time, uh, really come out with a plan. Maybe, as we've brought up a lot, there's changes that you could see implemented oh. long-term for the NBA. Maybe they start cutting that schedule a little I'll t- bit. I'll tell you one thing they shouldn't do, though they talked about it, because I heard Commissioner Silver say their plans are obviously to play on home court, but they may have to restart the bubble. No, there'll be no restarting the bubble at the beginning of the season. These, like a LeBron or a Kyrie or any of those guys, these stars, they're not going to be in the bubble for like a whole year or whatever, at least starting off. That's not going to work starting the season off. You'll, you'll have to figure something else out. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, much, much more on the Lakers winning the title. But let's start to dive into what we learned from week five of the NFL season. It's one of our favorite segments through five weeks of the National Football League. I know this. Yes. With Arnie's take next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. 
Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Lakers win the title tonight. Rays take game one of the ALCS from the Astros. And we got a full week of NFL action, I guess still ahead of us, but week five in the books (laughs) for the most part. We got games Monday and Tuesday. My favorite podcast is the Three and Out podcast. The host of it, John Middlecoff, joins Arnie and I right now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, All right, John. Now, I know you're a Bay Area guy, so let's, let's quickly touch on what's going on in San Francisco I know it's not the biggest story in the NFL with Dak, but you watch it closely. You cover it closely. Should there be concerns about the health of Jimmy Garoppolo? And when you're this banged up, I mean, eventually you run out of players that are that are good, right? I mean, this is a product of the injury San Francisco has dealt with, isn't it? Yeah, today was a double whammy. Uh, they, their injuries just got to the point where they were rolling out a corner that looked like one of us three. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo was a disaster. I mean, he was just what her. In, I don't know if he was hurt. He looked like he was moving around fine. He couldn't throw the ball. It was just, uh, yeah. I mean, it, honestly, when he got when he got yanked at halftime, it wasn't shocking. It was it, it was like that. So I, I just the Niners were in a world of trouble. I mean, they play the Rams this week Sunday night football and. I think it's safe to say with Seattle winning and the Rams at four and one. I mean, their, their season's kind of on the line. All right, John. What what's next for the Cowboys? Dak Prescott. I guess he's going to miss the year. Cowboys won anyway. Um, Andy Dalton pulled out the victory, thirty seven thirty four. What happened for the Cowboys the rest of the year, and how does this affect Dak? Yeah, I mean, it's, they barely beat one of the worst teams in the league, so <laughs> I, it can't be good. And I mean, Dak's better than Andy Dalton. The other thing is, Dak can move. Andy can't. So, you know, I mean, before the injury, that I, I just wonder, I, I think the Cowboys are going to probably win six, seven games, maybe five, you know. I mean, I just don't think they're any good. Wow. So I, you get to a point where, you know, you just you just got to wait to see if, uh, is this a long-term issue, if he's going to be okay next year. 
you probably don't franchise a guy coming off an injury like that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think today was a disaster for, for Dak and, and for the Cowboys. I mean, it's just it's just a bad deal all around. But at the end of the day, like, it is football. You know, people get hurt. And it's, it's part of the uh, – when you get on a franchise tag, I mean, there is a risk. There's a lot of money, right? He got paid $30-plus million, but – you know, he also turned down, you know, contract extensions from the Cowboys. So yep. it's like there's going to be a lot of that tomorrow. But he, he turned down a contract extension like that. That happened. Hey, John, what do we make of Atlanta right now? They move on from Dan Quinn. They even move on from Thomas Dimitrov. And, I mean, it's just it's 0-5. It's a disaster right now. But are we watching Matt Ryan's final days in a Falcons uniform? Well, I, I checked. Last week when Mullins had his game, I'm like, I wonder if Kyle will go after uh, Matt Ryan this offseason. His, <laughs> his dead cap is $50 million next year. So if they trade him or cut him, $50 million. So I, I think I got – I think I can break the news. He's not going anywhere. You know, I just – Wow. I, I, you know, he, he's going to be a Falcon next year. I think it's that simple. Wow. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, not a good, this is about his worst day as it could get for Patrick Mahomes. Not only does he lose and he only has like 22 completions. Um, what about the future of Patrick Mahomes? Now you're probably thinking, what the hell is this guy talking about? I'm talking about the opening you just mentioned in Atlanta. They're getting Eric Bieniemy. That means he loses his offensive coordinator. Hey, things could be different when you lose your offensive coordinator. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I... I think he'll be okay because isn't the head coach the offensive coordinator really uh, in that operation? Yeah, you know, well, uh, the making a push for a head coaching job. Everybody's making a push for him to get a head coaching job. Well, I know. But I mean, Andy Reid is the brains behind the operation. It's not. They, they've lost Doug Peterson. They lost Matt Nagy. I mean, they've lost. Andy's right. lost. You know, check his resume. How many coaches in Philly he lost? He just keeps on winning. To me, as long as you got Andy, as long as you got Mahomes. You know, I, I, I don't think it matters. I, I really don't, just because the coach and the quarterback are that good. On on the other side of, of that, I almost am afraid to ask, but are the Raiders good? Oh, jeez. Are they actually good, John? No. Well, I, I, I think their offense is really good. You know, I mean, they got Waller's a stud, Jacob's a stud, Ruggs is really good. Uh I just don't know if the defense – I know it had a day-to-day, and they, they shut down Mahomes in the second half, but is that sustainable? You know, I, I don't know. I, I think we'll have to see. Their next two games, they got a bye week, and then they got Tampa Bay, and then they got the Browns. So, you know, I think time will tell. I, I would say uh, we'll know a lot in the next two or three weeks if it seems for real. But I, I would lean, yeah. I mean, I don't know why why they couldn't make a run, right? You just mentioned the Browns. Did they just clinch a playoff spot today? I'm, I'm pretty sure they did with that four and one record they got going. Yeah, I mean, I, I, they're pretty good. I mean, I, I don't know how they're you know four and one. It's got to be like a Cleveland Browns record, right? I mean, is that the best record in the history of the franchise since Brian uh, Sipe? I'm guessing. Yeah. Go ahead. Hell yeah! I, I uh, yeah, I, I think as long as they, you know, nothing dramatic happens, I, I don't see how they don't win. Uh, I don't see how they don't make the playoffs. Now, they've got to play the Ravens again. They've already beat them. they got to play the Steelers twice. I think they play the Steelers this week. Uh, that's a big game. I mean, Steelers are 4-0. So that, that, that game's huge. Uh, that game's really big. So I'll, I'll be interested to see 
you know, just how Baker Mayfield and that team look against those guys for sure. We're hanging out with John Middlecoff, Three and Out Podcast. A couple more and we'll get you out of here. I, I know you talk to a lot of people in the league, John, so I'm curious. What is the COVID concern like? I mean, I almost hesitate to ask the question, but I, we're not going to a bubble. The NFLPA doesn't want it. Doesn't look like it's going to happen. But, you know, with what's happened with the Titans and how now they, what, they moved the Patriots game this week, what's the concern like inside the locker rooms and the front offices right now for the season? Yeah, I, I mean, the, the people I've talked to, I, I don't know. I mean, I know the GM with Titans, but I haven't talked to him over this period of time. That, that kind of seems like an outlier situation. I mean, the, the people I know, they get tested every day. You know, they, they have they think that the league's gone above and beyond. Unlike, you know, the NBA that went to the bubble, there's just a lot of people, right? You got 65 guys on the roster. You got 20 coaches. You got trainers. You got scouts. Your football operation is just big. And, I mean, clearly there's a human element to this. And I, I think it's pretty clear through the first month, not just in the NFL, but in college, too. I, I think these guys are taking it really seriously in terms of doing everything they're asked to do, you know, avoid big situations to try to get through the season in terms of big parties and stuff. But there, there's just a human element that it's an invisible virus. Like, there's nothing there, – that there's only so much you can do. And I think up to this point, the NFL, given – the semantics of the size of the franchises have done everything humanly possible to operate. We're changing games on Monday night. We're playing games on Tuesday night. We're moving them. I, g- I gave up falling. I, I got no clue who's playing when. That's what I was going to ask you because it's getting real tough. I find it hard to believe everybody's going to get 16 games in. They're already moved the schedule around by weeks. I, I don't know how they're going to work this thing out, really. No, it, it's going to be – I know they released the dates today. I I looked and I realized I, I can't. I, I don't. I don't have no clue. I, just tell me. I'll, I'll turn on Monday Night Football and go from there. Uh, hey, final thought, and I'll let you get out of here, John. Uh, how? In, I don't know. If, if are we more impressed with Seattle or more kind of wondering what happened uh, to Minnesota? I I don't have too big of a problem with the decision to go for it on the fourth down. But was tonight more about Russell Wilson or just about Minnesota not getting it done? Yeah, I mean, my issue on the fourth down, though, is the, is the field goal makes you go up eight. So they exactly. got to score a touchdown and get the two-point conversion. You know, when you don't get it, Russell Wilson's going to lead them down and score. Once they score, whether they get the two-point or not, you lose. And I think that's like, I, I get the math guys love it, but, man, it uh, I, I don't know. I, I think Russell Wilson, him and Rodgers are the clear one-two in some order, right, for the MVP. DK Metcalf's becoming a star. And like we saw last year with the Niners, if you can start 7-8-0, you just give yourself such a buffer coming down the stretch. I, Seattle's going to be a problem. They, they look really good on offense for sure. Go subscribe, 3 and Out Podcast. Search it on iHeartRadio or iTunes or however you consume podcasts. John, thanks so much, man. We always dig talking to you. Have a great week and a great thanks, show. Thanks, John. See you guys. Uh, John Middlecoff. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. That's where Steve DeSager comes strolling in to get us caught up on everything going on and that has happened tonight in a crazy night. What's going on, yeah, Steve? Plenty has happened tonight. We'll get to the football in a minute, but you guys were talking about the NBA schedule. They not only don't have the training camp dates or next season schedule, they don't even have a date for the start of free agency huh. in this offseason. We do know the NBA draft's going to be November 18th using video conferencing. Minnesota has the number one selection, then Golden State number two. But they're done with the bubble. They were using the Disney Sports Complex as the lone NBA campus to finish a very long season. They spent a ton of money and couldn't sell a single ticket and actually pulled it off with no positive virus tests for 
how many weeks slash months now, but they used ballrooms for practice courts and they had, uh, well, the main arena like we saw tonight, which has had college basketball holiday tournament for years. But you mentioned the amount of workers on the campus there. There are over 20,000 hotel rooms within that campus in Florida. So they did finish up finally. Amazing. Next year they should do like Gus Macker, that tournament where they play out on the blacktop and go from city to city. I think that's what they should do. That Like Buffalo and places like that. Yes, I'm sure that's yeah. what they will do. <laughs> I love uh, the season started late July, so that's two and a half months ago at the complex. Wow. And still, in finals history, teams down 2-0 at some point, you know, early series, they only four of the 35 teams in that situation have recovered to win it all. Lakers got up to a two games to none lead, won at four games to two, dominating game six tonight, beating Miami 106-93. LeBron James was the unanimous finals MVP. The Lakers were up 28 at the half. The only lead larger in NBA finals history at the half was the Memorial Day Massacre when the Lakers were down 30 at Boston in 1985, got killed that day, and still won the title. The Lakers won four of the next five games in that series. So it's finally over the long season. A team like the Minnesota Timberwolves, for example, only played 64 games and weren't invited to finish. Miami led the league with 94 games played. Wow. It's finally done. And by the way, you know, Robert Ory won titles with three different franchises. John Sally did as well, was on three different rosters that won it all. So now LeBron has and Danny Green as well adds his name to the list. I must say Goran Dragic did at least play tonight, which is amazing because it's not just some sort of sprained foot. It's a tear at the bottom Mm. of the foot. He was begging him the last few games to get in there and actually was active and played tonight two for eight shooting five points. He got into the final uh, game of the year and the Lakers win the title. The AL Championship Series opener went to top seed Tampa Bay 2-1 over Houston as the Astros left 10 men on base. Fox TV will have game one of the NLCS tomorrow night Dodgers versus Braves and what an NFL game at Seattle in the rain tonight. Seahawks now 5-0 after beating Minnesota 27-26 despite trailing 13-0 at the half. They won it on a touchdown pass with 15 seconds left on fourth and goal. Guys, 83 plays run by the Minnesota Vikings, nearly 450 yards, and they did not win the game. Oh, my God. Turnovers, fumble, interception. That's right. Kirk Cousins, two touchdowns, two turnovers. Russell Wilson, three touchdowns, just one turnover. Minnesota at nearly five and a half yards per play, and they did not win the game. Seattle from third down uh, efficiency was 0 for 7 on third downs and still won the game. Didn't score a point in the first half and still won the game. In fact, Russell Wilson was 7 of 7 passing first half, and they didn't have a point by halftime. That hasn't happened in the last decade in the NFL, where you were perfect passing at least five attempts and hadn't scored a point yet, and they still come back to win the game. Must mention that Dalvin Cook, Vikings star running back, had no carries in the second half due to the groin injury. Dallas won on a field goal final play to beat the winless Giants 37-34. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott was taken to the hospital with the severe ankle injury. He had surgery tonight for a compound fracture and dislocation. He's out for the year. Miami and Cleveland with wins. Vegas upset Kansas City. 
Pittsburgh and Baltimore with victories. The Falcons lost their 0-5, and Falcons coach Dan Quinn was fired tonight, as was Atlanta general manager Thomas Dimitrov. Tomorrow night, Chargers 1-3 at New Orleans, and Saints star wideout Michael Thomas reportedly out for the game after a fight at practice. Tuesday night, still scheduled 4-0 Buffalo at 3-0 Tennessee. The Titans last played on September 27th because of the outbreak that's now reached 24 people in their organization. They did have legal approval, though, for an outdoor practice. It was held for Tennessee tonight, so it is looking at least a little bit good there. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Wow. What a night. Um, You know, it's, it's funny. Because I was sitting here thinking about, man, which direction do we want to go? Do we, do we want to continue to talk about the NBA? Do we want to dive into week five of the NFL? We haven't really touched on baseball too much. And then I just, I kind of love, you know, following what social media wants. Oh, yeah, us. they're mad at us for talking NBA. Yeah, here's, here's just a, at least one of them. And then, of course, you, you get those that are mad that you talk NBA and then those that feel like you're not talking enough about it. Abigail writes. Yeah, I see that one. Can you guys quit talking about the NBA, please? In case you haven't noticed, not many care. More NFL. And then there's the Mason Mauler. Glenn writes, I'm, if I'm Adam Silver, LeBron James, and the NBA, I tell all my critics to kiss my backside. The media bashed the bubble, made fun of TV ratings, and criticized the player's social movement. Progressive NBA listen to scientists and zero positive test. Hashtag KMA. I, I was one that I, I was one that uh, criticized the bubble. I didn't think it was going to work out. I'm like, they're not going to stay in there that long. You're going to get some teams in there or a couple teams in there for three months. Um, there's no way they're going to be able to not go outside that bubble. What about a, a family and friends? But they they made adjustments along the way. Halfway through, they let family and friends come on in. Um, I still thought they were going to let maybe uh, fans come in like baseball's doing now, but it didn't get to that point yet, I guess. Hey, what's the percentage that baseball's doing for fans? So it's like 20 or so? Is it even I don't know. It's going to be like, what, 15,000, I think, or 13 to 15,000. Not bad. At oh, all. it should be 11,500. Uh, and then there is this from a NATO nerd who writes, all this who cares about the NBA stuff is just annoying. Sorry, but 30-plus years of loving slash talking about sports, I always find it interesting when other self-proclaimed sports fans take the time to not like a sport rather than the NBA and NHL post-summer than no sports at all like in April. So there, that that's the challenge of what the hell do we talk about here? You know, do we... Do we dive into the NFL? Okay, well, if we – the Lakers won the title tonight. LeBron James won his fourth ring with his third different team. That's a big deal to me, and I think it's going to be our major topic here as this show goes on. I think it would be a lot different if LeBron was 6-4 and four on championships or 7-3, and three, and then we start comparing him to Brady and stuff like that. People see the 4-6, and six and for some reason it just has a negative connotation to it. You know what I mean? Can I be honest with you? Yeah, I, didn't even really, I, I, yeah. I didn't even think of it being 4-6. and six. I really didn't. I mean, to me it was just, hey, uh, Lakers won the title for the first time in a decade. LeBron James said he was going to get this team back. He wanted to right. get Anthony Davis in L.A. They mortgaged a lot to get him there, and guess what? It, it worked out. They, they won a title. According to Elias Sports, Jimmy Butler is just the second player in NBA history to lead his team outrighted points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks 
in a final series. The wow. only the only other time it happened, LeBron James in the 2016 finals against the Warriors. Anthony Davis is the first. How about this one? You being a college basketball guy. Yeah. Anthony Davis is the first Kentucky player coached by John Calipari to win an NBA title. No. Rajon Rondo is the second player to win a title with the Lakers and the Celtics. Do you know who the other one is? To win it with the Lakers and the Celtics? Yes. Rick Fox? Clyde Lovelett. Google Did that Rick Fox one never won it with the Lakers and the Celtics? Don't think so. Uh, LeBron James joins really? Michael Jordan as the only players with at least four finals MVP awards. James is the first player to win the award with three different teams and the fourth player to win a finals MVP at age 35 or older. Joining Michael Jordan... Wilt Chamberlain and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Wow. And the 17th NBA title ties the Celtics for the most all-time. It's the first time the Lakers and the Celtics have the same amount of titles since 1962. So wow. That, there's some notes from ESPN Stats and Info from uh, from tonight, and the Lakers win. Pretty impressive as they the train keeps rolling for LeBron, and I don't know, do you say Lakers back? Hey, Anthony Davis is still a free agent, right? I mean, he's still, got, <laughs> he's still got to find a way to sign Anthony Davis, and I think this is the last year they have a first-round pick for quite a while, so they got to find a way to get some players around him, right, if AD resigns. Uh, there, there's a better chance I'm dating supermodels before he leaves the Lakers. That's for sure. <laughs> what would you do if all of a sudden you, <laughs> you had a knock on your door and there is a supermodel? All right. Hey, <laughs> when we come back to the Geico Fox sports radio studio, Steve DeSager is going to slide back in. Plus, plus we have to dive into Arnie exactly what's going on in Dallas right now at the quarterback yeah. position. Dax out. It looks like he's out for the season. But is is he in a situation, or is is Dallas in a situation where they go get someone? Is it Andy Dalton's team from here on out? We'll dive into it and talk all things NFL Week Five and preview Monday and Tuesday night football next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Ooh, nice, Arnie and Plank, Fox Sports Radio. Steve DeSager comes rolling in to help us yep. make sense from a numbers and a news perspective. What's going on, Steve? Yeah, a lot of football to get to. I must pass along this that I found from the Lakers sideline reporter and a good one, Mike Trudell. You know, you may have heard tonight that the Lakers title is the 17th in the franchise's history that yep. ties the Celtics all-time record. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Well, just since Magic Johnson started in 1980, that's 11 NBA championships. Five with Magic, five with Kobe, and now one tonight. He says to have 11 NBA titles since 1980, that matches the number of titles for the entire rest of the Western Conference combined <laughs> over that time. My goodness. Uh, wow. <laughs> and JaVale awesome. McGee now has three rings in four years, so online StatMuse talked tonight that... It's quite a list. JaVale McGee now has more championship rings than Wilt Chamberlain, than Carl Malone, Patrick Ewing, Hakeem Olajuwon, and Charles Barkley. (laughs) Bill Walton, David Robinson. It's a long list. And then there's Russell Wilson. Three touchdown passes, including the game winner on a fourth and goal with 15 seconds left in the rain at Seattle. The Seahawks edge Minnesota 27-26, 5-0 record for Seattle. This was Wilson's 30th game-winning drive since he came into the league, most by wow. any quarterback in that span going back to 2012. And remember, after stopping Minnesota, which did not kick the short field goal, that's cost them, did not kick. Instead, they went for it fourth and one at the Seattle Six. Taking over there, that mean it was a 94-yard game-winning drive, 13 plays wow. to win the game. Really, really impressive yet again for Russell Wilson. Well, we had, speaking of impressive, the rookie from Notre Dame, a Steelers wide receiver making a little history. Four touchdowns today. Ooh, he looked good. He had three touchdown catches, one TD run even, but no Steeler had apparently scored four in a game since 1968. The final over the Eagles was 38-29. Pittsburgh 4-0 for the first time since Terry Bradshaw about 40 years ago. The Eagles did have a wide receiver named Travis Fulgham who had 10 catches over 150 yards and a score. For the Cowboys, C.D. Lamb, 8 catches for 124. He's the second player with at least 5 catches in each of his first 5 games. In NFL history, Terry Glenn did that to start his career about 25 years ago. The Giants kicker, Graham Gano, did have three long field goals from 50, 54, and 55. But Dallas kicks a field goal on the final play to win 37-34, and the Giants are 0-5. Meanwhile, Atlanta's 0-5 for the first time in over 20 years, and they fire their coach and GM tonight. The Jets are 0-5, third time that franchise has started like that. The 1996 Jets started 0-8, and went 1-15 that year. So that's, Have we ever had so many 0-5 teams in one season like that? So many? 
It's three? not like we have five or ten O and five teams. Mathematically, I'm not, I think not that's sure a you lot. could. Well, you got know. the Jets and Giants for starters, and that's the, the bulk of them. Atlanta. Right the uh, Jets' loss was to Arizona, thirty to ten. Kyler Murray, three hundred eighty yards passing. In fact, Arizona had scoring drives against the Jets of seventy yards, seventy-five, <laughs> eighty-nine, ninety-six yard scoring drives. Chandler Jones, Cardinals linebacker, could be out for the year with a biceps injury, though. The Vegas upset Raiders win at Kansas City 40-32, snapping the Chiefs' franchise record 13-game winning streak. The Chiefs hadn't lost since last November. Derek Carr, three touchdown passes, second quarter. Josh Jacobs, two TD runs in the fourth. Vegas, 16 unanswered points in the fourth Mm. quarter after the game was tied at the half. As for some attendance, and there were some fans at the Chiefs game again, some with the Steelers, some with the uh, Atlanta game. Although I believe some probably had bags over their heads uh, the way they played. But <laughs> Cleveland had about 12,000 fans. Houston about 12,000. Romeo Cornell, Houston's interim coach, getting a win, recently replacing the fired Bill O'Brien. He the oldest is one to get a win, I believe. 73, the oldest one. George Hallis was 72 in his last game with the Bears back in the 1960s. Uh-huh. So, yeah, Browns, the Cleveland Browns are 4-1. and one. I say that again. The Cleveland Browns are 4-1, and one, and against the Colts today got a win. The Colts, who were allowing the fewest points, the fewest passing yards early season, were leading the league in interceptions. And Browns 32-23 the final. Phillip Rivers of the Colts, by the way, did start his 229th straight game. That ties him with Hall of Fame lineman Bruce Matthews, second longest in league history. Brett Favre started almost 300 in a row. Rivers' old team, the Chargers, are against Drew Brees and the Saints tomorrow night. Brees was drafted second round by the Chargers almost 20 years ago and spent the first five years with them. He's now, of course, the all-time leading passer. We've got so great stuff, DeSager. We've got so much to get into in our final hour. We're going to talk Lakers championship with Eric Pincus. We're going to dive into the NFL scheduling changes, or at least try to. And yep. your tweets are straight fire. So we'll dive into all of those next with Arnie and Plank right here on a busy Sunday. Oh, let's go. Final hour let's for go. us live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com or you can call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. You you know, I did the Ben Maller podcast uh, earlier in the week. Oh, you did? The fifth hour? How'd that go? Yeah, it was good. We were reminiscing of the time I... Uh, was doing local radio in Los Angeles, and one of the first days I came on, I said, you know what, Laker fans, if you win a championship, I'll wash everybody's car uh, in Los Angeles. And, of course, they won the championship that year. And I I made Ben wash the cars while I just kind of – you know, kind of emceed the whole event. It was great. It was it was unbelievable. We had we had a line like three four miles long. It was it was fantastic. It was so great. I, I'm just curious before we get back to sports. Yeah. How did you make Ben? Well, the, when we were doing this show from the car wash, I'm like, you know what? I got too much going on. Um, I made Ben do the show and do a little bit of washing while I was kind of like in shaking hands and kissing babies and right. and stuff like that. I was very busy, but it was it was a great event. Lakers won it. We had people lined up for their free car wash. But um, yeah, congratulations to the Lakers for winning it tonight. Unbelievable! And now LeBron four and six in NBA Finals. Do we know if anybody made that same proclamation on LA radio this year? 
I don't think anybody did. Right. I'm the only one dumb enough to do stuff like that. And it uh, actually comes true, you know? UCLA Dodger tweets the show, uh, NBA haters. I'm never going to watch the NBA again, but I'm going to tweet about it and keep mentioning how much I hate LeBron James every chance I get because I can't help myself. <laughs> did you see what I sent you, by the way? No, what'd you send me? I sent you, don't you read your phone? Don't you see the text I sent uh, you? No, you take like, a screenshot I mean, of the... It was Yeah, it was of the Bleacher Report. Look what Bleacher Report put out about the Laker team bus. I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, the, they forgot Quinn Cook? <laughs> At the arena. So he went on um, JR's Instagram Live and told them to come back and get him. I, I got to be honest with you. I had forgotten Quinn Cook was on the team too. Who? So I don't, <laughs> I don't blame him. Might have forgot. Uh, this is a million dollar man tweets at us and writes, keeping up with this NFL schedule is like keeping up with the last week of the season with all the playoff scenarios. Well, you're in luck. You're in luck, million dollar man, because Steve DeSager claims he can capsulize it and lay it out in what, 20 seconds, Steve? So Roughly good luck. Uh, BS. <laughs> It's it's difficult for them, not so much for us, because for starters, tomorrow's Denver at New England game postponed, another positive virus test from the Patriots. So New England's on a bye now. Denver at New England will now be played next Sunday. The Patriots and Titans just returned to practice yesterday. The NFL shut down the Patriots practice facility this morning, third time in 10 days, further testing conducted. So the NFL's adjusted the schedules for nine teams. Yes. That includes the Bills. They will not play this Thursday against KC. That game's been moved to Monday the 19th. The Chargers had four of their games moved and they're now off next week. <laughs> also next week's Dolphins-Broncos matchup was moved to week 11, so the oh. Dolphins will be off next week. That's it. We're, right. we're on a roll for the first time in our lives and they give us the bye week now? Jeez. And they put Garoppolo in that Niner offense on the Sunday night game next week. Oh, boy. Against, I saw uh, that the, the Dolphins Rams are visiting. Somebody told me the Dolphins are playing the Jets for the rest of the year. Can you look that up? <laughs> By Can the way, we mentioned this on last Sunday night show. The Rams stat is still true. Since Sean McVay became head coach, when the Rams are leading at halftime, they haven't lost a single yeah. game. They're 29-0, and 0, the Insane. only NFL team without such a loss in that entire span. 29-0 and 0 when McVay's leading at the half. Kind of like the Lakers stat where when they're ahead going to the fourth quarter, they went undefeated this year. The Lakers right. were 57-0 and 0 when leading going to the fourth quarter. First team in NBA history not to blow a single fourth quarter lead to wow. lose. That is absolutely an amazing stat. Lakers win the title, uh, and this is what we get. John writes, please let your co-host, this is to you, Arnie. Okay. Uh, John writes, please let your co-host that know that several millions upon millions of sports fans don't give two S's about the NBA and wow. their political propaganda. Rather talk NFL or MLB. Plus, no debate, MJ is greater than LeBron. Okay, I agree so. with the MJ part about that. I think, no, th yeah. do you not miss the brilliance of that? Dude complains about us talking about the NBA, then throws a take about the NBA in there. <laughs> Maybe he's old school NBA. That's what he yeah, is now. Lakers won the title tonight. I mean, it, this isn't some sort of, hey, we're breaking down week two of the NBA Yeah, season. Chris, but Dave Cowan's never told me to vote. Yeah. <laughs> You're treating it like it's an NBA or an NHL Stanley Cup. You know what right, I mean? Right, exactly. Uh, and then Sean writes, I would just like to thank the NBA and the NBA Players Association for the three months of unbelievable basketball considering everything that's going on we're you're so right sean and we're so spoiled it's like poof, 
I ain't going to watch you. Mike, what are you doing? I mean, eventually you run out of things to watch on Netflix. I mean, you really, truly do. Uh, there's live sports that were going on. And these these men, and, and yeah, I know some, oh, well, they're millionaires. They can handle it. Okay, fine, whatever. But they were away from their families. They were away yeah. from their life. And they gave us a, a fun NBA playoffs, one that we can debate and yell about for a long time. And as well, Roger points out, J.R. Smith now has the same number of rings as Kevin Durant. Uh, that's that. disgusting. That's <laughs> disgusting. And you knew this was going to happen. You're going to see tweets like this where it says, quote, unquote, military service members are routinely away from their families for six months or more. NBA players aren't sacrificing blank, staying away from their families for millions of dollars. Listen, so you'll see a couple I, of that. Okay, I've had this debate with people before. We lose. We're going to lose. If you want to compare everything to, yeah, well, the military and the, yes, yeah, okay, yes. you're right. You're absolutely a bazillion percent right. Is that what you want? Is that what you need to hear? You're right. Congratulations. No, no, that's not me. That was a, a tweet. I, I don't, I didn't give the handle on that one, but go ahead. I, I mean, it's just, if that's what you, if that's what you are going to compare everything to in life, then that's the ultimate sacrifice, y'all. There's nothing that is going to be able to compare right. To right. someone who commits themselves to serving our country. So if that's the level that you're going to compare everything, <laughs> it's just th- th- there's not going to be a comparison. So, yes, you're right. Better now. Still, it's a sacrifice that any of us would make to spend that amount of time away from our families. I think we all agree. <laughs> right? Because if that's going to be the level that you compare everything to, then, I mean, there's not going to ever be a debate. There's never, we can't have a show. If, hey, welcome to the program today. Yeah, well, you, you do know there's guys that have been uh, right, serving their right. country. Oh, you're right. Okay, well, we'll see you guys next week. I mean, that's just, <laughs> you're right. Is that what you want to hear? You're 100% right. So, yeah. Because uh, you're getting a lot of those. I promise you on that. I haven't seen one. Oh, uh, I haven't. So, I don't know where that came from. I don't know whose Twitter handle Kojak. That was. That was Kojak. Okay, Kojak. You're right, Kojak. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, let's get Matt rights. I'm interested to hear what you're going to say about Dallas. Who else Who else would it be other than Andy Dalton? He's a good quarterback. Had a lot of good years in Cincy. Maybe I'm being a homer, but they're going to end up paying him $7 million now. Let's see what he can do with all those weapons. Yeah, I mean, he's he's gone from just cashing checks and wearing a hat to, okay, well, let's let's see what happens whenever you have to go out there and make plays, right? I I think he's going to be the guy the rest of the way for him. That's why you paid him 7 mil. That's why No reason, yeah, no reason to go with anybody else, Chris. I mean, you're you're not going to go ahead and look for the quarterback for your future from here on out. Now, you're going to go ahead and yeah. take a step back, see what happens with Dak, see what happens with this year, see what happens with Andy Dalton, what's going on with the defense. And by the way, is, is, is because Torres and I were arguing about this last night. Mike McCarthy on the hot seat after one. Can he be one and done? Is that possible? I, I don't think that's possible, is it? They're in first place. I mean, I know their record stinks. Yeah, and I know that record, we all. Yeah. I, I know that we all. I mean, I think even Bobo, as a diehard Cowboy fan, would say it's it's not defensively looking like what we thought it would. But oh no, I yeah. mean, they're who who's the bigger disaster right now? The Cowboys, the Eagles, Washington, or the New York Giants? Uh, someone's going to go to the playoffs out of that group of of four teams right there. So how many years in a row is that division going to be crappy? You know, jeez. Yeah. Uh, by the way, speaking of that, we we have kind of given a pass tonight to the Eagles, who fell to one three and one. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to look up and down the league, and I know we're going to go a little bit more in depth on hey, 
through week five. We're going to do this earlier, and I, I misjudged when Middlecoff was coming on with us. That's my bad. But through five weeks of the NFL season, I know this. Arnie, through five weeks of the NFL season, I know that to me, the biggest disappointment may be in the NFL this year, and I know we can we can have a debate about this, but I think it might be Philadelphia. And it's not as if they have this brutal schedule starting things out. You know, you, you, you opened up with Washington, whose quarterback that beat you is now benched and wasn't even active today. Uh, you, you tied with a Bengals team that looked inept today. And then you, have the, uh, then you have your only win over a 49ers team that looks absolutely uh, just putrid right now. So I got to say, the Niners, I give an excuse because of their injuries. But Arnie, through five weeks, can I say the Eagles are the most disappointing team in the NFL right now? You can. I would, I would say through five weeks, I, I know this, that the Texans, and I know they had a hard schedule, but come on now, one and four. And they were in a dogfight with Jacksonville for the first half when it was 10-7. Enough is enough. I mean, my goodness, I, I don't know what you're going to do about that team, but um, it needs a complete overhaul. It's just a mess down there in Houston. Yeah, uh, well, they're having one. They fired their coach, and he was yeah. also their general manager. So exactly. But, again, they ended up winning the game 30-14. to 14. By the way, that was my survivor pool pick this week, so I stayed oh, alive. Oh, look at you. Yeah, um, but it's just kind of wild. At the very least, you could say they played a tough schedule. I mean, they every team outside of the Vikings who beat them last week, they lost to the Steelers, Ravens, and the Chiefs. And the Chiefs game was was obviously the the, the ring ceremony for Kansas City, even though they did it differently they raised the banner but they still did the rings differently I mean I don't know maybe maybe the Texans can go on a little run they got the Jaguars again in two weeks but um I'm with you they they, they're gonna make massive they're gonna have all kinds of changes uh let's see there's a few more uh DP writes please stop entertaining us with your sports on your sports show it's very good point DP Uh, New York Giants. (laughs) Here's what Mark writes. The New York Giants contribution to the NFL this year is a season ending injury to Dak Prescott. What's one, what once was a great rivalry started by hall of fame quarterback, Fran Tarkenton. The now the Giants are now worse than before Tark even got there two and 12 over the last 14 games. Yeah. I mean, I understand you got a new coach, so you're trying to, to work things in, but damn Arnie, they, and they could have won today. But they look bad. I mean, they just – it doesn't seem like there's a lot of positivity, I think, is what I'm trying to say about your New York Giants. Can you be a new coach and then get fired and never win a game in the NFL? Is, is that possible to go through a whole year and be 0-16 and then get canned and you never get that first win? Yeah, I mean, Hugh Jackson even got another year after he went 0-16 <laughs> and he had won a few games, right? Uh, did the, Now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, stayed with their coach for a couple of years after he went over. I mean, they're going to pull out a win somewhere, right? Right. Right. Yeah, I'm not right. so sure. Well, they play in the worst division, so I'm I'm guessing they will somewhere. By the way, um, they have the worst offense, and they still went through, uh, uh, you know, Dallas like a hot knife through butter. So that, what does that say about the Dallas defense, you know? Well, we know they're awful. Jim yeah, Lyle they are. Writes, the Viking fans need to demand Mike Zimmer be fired now. Don't wait like the Falcons did and totally destroy your franchise. Wow. They just extended him, man. I mean, it's He's not going anywhere. Uh, and DJ Infamous writes, I heard Arnie say my Raiders and haven't minced a word about his Dolphins and putting Fitzmagic in the one-week Hall of Fame yet. 
I had Fitzmagic in the, what, the first-year Hall of Fame a long time ago. As for my Dolphins, two and three, I guess we're not going to see two of this year with the way Fitzmagic's playing. I mean, he looks fantastic out there. Um, so two is just going to be on the bench a little bit longer. Uh, I think we could pull out a playoff spot the way they look today, that's for sure. I think, and, and now whenever you start looking at expanded playoffs and you realize that nobody's really running away with anything in the AFC right now, I mean... It's still going to be tough. It's still going to be tough. Because, don't get me wrong. The AFC yeah. North looks really good. You got a 4-0 team and two 4-1 teams, but they all, they all have to still play each other. Yeah, but you, you're going to put, like I said, though, you'll get the four division winners. You'll get Cleveland will be one. So, you know, that, that that's going to be the fifth team out there. It's, it's, it's the seventh spot already. You could tell things are already falling into place. Uh, for your for your Miami Dolphins, no, they're, want, they're like ninth or something, eighth or you, ninth. Do you want to do this if the season ended today already? Or oh, no? I, I looked that up already. Okay, I'm already right. tuned in on that. Yeah. Well, they're tenth, so you're you're very much alive in this mix because what four division winners and then three wild cards is what we're looking at this year, right? But, the, but Cleveland being one, so that that's done. Well, Cleveland, Baltimore, and the Raiders would be the yeah. three right now. Stop the season. Stop it right now. <laughs> Let's go straight to the playoffs. We can't risk playing anymore. We cannot risk playing anymore with COVID. Stop the season. All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, we owe you some more post-game and celebration audio from the Lakers. We'll get there, plus much, much more to get to from week five of the NFL with Arnie and Plank right here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Sarni Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Say hello to Eric Pincus, who yes. joins us after the Lakers won the title. You know, Eric, I, I've just been so impressed with how the NBA has been able to handle its business, to be able to get this in. 
Uh, I And then, of course, the Lakers to persevere. Pretty impressive performance from start to finish for the Lakers, even after they lost their first playoff game to the uh, Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it, it, uh, a difficult treacherous journey. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, you know, this year for, I guess, all of us has been uh, a challenge in different ways. And, and the Lakers lost somebody really special in Kobe. Uh, I know so many people have lost so many people uh, with the shutdown. It was unclear if we would even have a, a resumption of the season. And, and when the idea of, of a bubble and, and what, what ended up proving to be successful when, when it first was floated as a possibility, there were so many people that said, oh, no, it'll never work. Da, 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 da. Well, it worked. And here we are. And, and at the end, you got LeBron as MVP, just like everyone expected. Uh, you know, we were talking about this earlier in the show. Who deserves the most credit or deserves credit that really doesn't get a lot? Is it like Rob Polinka? Uh, is it Vogel? LeBron says he wants his damn credit. Is it Jeannie <laughs> Buss, Anthony Davis? You tell me. Who, who gets that uh, underlying credit there? Uh, who gets I mean, everyone deserves credit, obviously. Uh, I mean, it starts with LeBron as far as the player. I mean, they, they don't win without LeBron, but AD had to push through and become uh, that champion as well. And that's not an easy thing to do. Even when you're playing with LeBron, there's those moments of, of self-doubt and, and, and struggle. Uh, but the coaching was great. Uh, you, you need to credit uh, really the whole organization. I'll, I'll say Jeannie Buss, who yeah. went through uh, – losing the patriarch of the team, Dr. Buss, Dr. Jerry Buss, and uh, was really bequeathed the business side, and her brother Jim was given the the, the basketball side, and the Lakers just weren't really functional with with the kingdom divided. It was like a King Lear, (laughs) like seriously, like a play from Shakespeare. But ultimately she she did let her brother go and, and, and take power, and there were lawsuits and, things that and it ultimately was worked out and, and everyone's on reasonably good terms. But uh, for her to be validated in that when she was questioned by so many, including, you know, the media, the fans wondering, because it seemed like they were floundering for a while and they really were. But if you lose Kobe with the Achilles and, and Magic Johnson's your executive and he just quits on the last day of the season, that's going to throw anyone for a loop. So really got to give credit to just about everyone. The players at first, uh, Vogel was great. Rob Polinka put a lot of this together. Jeannie on top, really, I think as the top person, the, the team's governor, I think she probably maybe deserves the most. Can, can you even begin to describe and lay out for us, Eric, just how much dysfunction there was in LA before she righted this ship? Well, it, it it was legitimately dysfunctional. It really was. The the communication uh, between her and her brother was not great. Uh, she, as the person who was answering to the business side and the sponsors, and really was in, in many ways the face of the franchise because uh, Jim wasn't a very public figure. He didn't do a lot. Uh, he wasn't really out there talking to a lot of people. I, I had the benefit of having a couple of sit downs with Jim where I got to have long interviews with him and, and got to know him a little better, I think than most, but uh, they didn't, they didn't talk. So the moves that happened, you know, signing little dang and Timothy Mozgov or <laughs> all those mistakes that were made along the way. Uh, and, you know, and some, some good moves with it as well, but she never, she, she wasn't informed of what was happening. And I don't know how you, operate a, a team like that. So it's, it, I don't know if it was, I mean, I don't know if dysfunction is the right word, but 
clearly it wasn't working. And so, you know, if they hadn't signed Lul Deng and Timofey Moskov, they, they, they would have had money the next year and they could have done a lot more. So they really, their plan of waiting and tanking, so to speak, uh, wasn't necessarily the wrong one. Uh, they got a lot of really nice young players and they developed into all-stars, right? Like ultimately D'Angelo Russell, an all-star, Brandon Ingram, an all-star. Uh, and, and, you know, some of that was on Magic's watch uh, and Bob Palinka's watch, but uh, you know, they, those pieces were traded for other pieces, you know, Anthony Davis and pieces that led to where we got here. So ultimately you could always second guess who did what, but it was, it was not the team had uh, different bosses for different things. And really for whatever reason, it works better with a center of power where there's more communication. You can split it up, but those two sides have to be on the same page. And they legitimately weren't back then. Where do the Lakers go from here? Where does the NBA go from here? I mean, is the NBA going to start on January 1st? Do they have to <laughs> go back and I don't even know if you can, if you could even answer that. I don't know. Jeez. No, I mean, there is no answer yet. I, I think, I think we have, I think it's at November 18th or somewhere around there is the draft. Uh, oh. And, uh, but the the reality is, is we have no idea. And, and this could go very well. And I think on some ways it will. I think the partnership of Adam Silver and, and Michelle Roberts, who runs the Players Union with Chris Paul, uh, that they've shown that they're in good faith they can work together. The last uh, collective bargaining agreement was uh, negotiated uh, without any sort of strife. It, it was worked out ahead of time. So I would like to think, and, I, and I've read interviews with, with Michelle Roberts, and we've heard similar things from Adam Silver, that they would like to work whatever it is out. But there's a lot of money to figure. Uh, because if, you, if the NBA was projecting to make $8 billion this next season, and uh, they're losing, say, 40% of their revenue, uh, if there are no fans in the seats for the year, that's a, a lot of money, right? That, yeah. that changes you know, 3.2 roughly. So you, suddenly you're an 8 billion. Now you're what, like $4.8 billion industry, vastly different. And, and the players and, and, and the league roughly split the money 50, 50. And that, that's not exact, but if we use that as, as the idea, the, the players are going to pay for the, the losses. It, it's going to come out of their contracts in some way or another. That might mean a lower salary cap. That might mean other mechanisms. They have something called an escrow where they withhold part of the player's checks which is kind of standard. They withhold 10%, but that could go up to 20, 30, 40%, all kinds of crazy things, but they have to come to terms because we're the, the collective bargaining agreement doesn't have an answer for what, what we're going through. It, it does allow for them to work things out, but the league can rip it all up. They could say, or, or the players, and they could all walk away from the deal that we have and say, we can't live by this deal because we live in a different world. And, and I understand that logic because it is a very different world, especially if we don't have fans for most of next year. So, And, and on the other side of that coin is that we really don't know what's going to happen with the world. And so there will be a vaccine at some point. Uh, you know, The president suggested soon. I don't know if it is or isn't. Um, but at some point, we'll be able to go out in public and go to Stable Center in L.A. and, and the other arenas. And when that happens... That that's money for the league. So maybe they are better off waiting for as long as possible. So if that means April, does yeah. that mean they can get a full season? Now I, I think that you know the Olympics. I mean they could have a season where they have a break uh, for the Olympics, or do they just does the Olympics just not get NBA players? That that's a possibility. So there's all kinds of. It's not just NBA players. It's the international teams. The best players internationally are in the NBA, like Nikola Jokic and all those guys. They're probably going to want to play for their their teams, and so you know we, we run into all kinds of complications. Uh, 
Uh, I do think they'll work it out. There could be a path where it doesn't work out and we end up in a lockout. That, that No one wants that. I don't think that's happening. I wouldn't say it's a 0% chance. I'd say it's probably higher than anyone would, would want to admit, but you know, unlikely in my opinion. Hey, uh, just real quick, championship for the Lakers. How Everyone wants to talk about maybe asterisks or anything of that nature. To me, you asterisk this and say it's probably of the most impressive because of everything that had to be overcome to get to this point, Eric. Yep, yeah, I agree. I agree. I, it, it, it's hard to say to people who are living in quarantine or who aren't getting paid millions of dollars uh, to have sympathy for athletes who got to go to a, a resort in Orlando right. for a few months, which was probably the safest place on you know, on earth as far as the virus uh, with zero cases, basically. And, you know, they had great testing. They got to relax. And but, you know, that and that's all that's true. But at the same time, they had to leave their homes and their families for for the Lakers and for the heat for like almost 100 days or whatever it was, uh, three, eight, eight weeks, 10 weeks, wherever it was. Uh, and that's not an easy thing to be away from your life and not have the kind of freedoms you have to just do what you want to do. At the same time, they're getting paid a lot of money to do so. So I'm, I'm not saying you know, cry for them, but this was a very difficult experience for the players. And they gave up a lot to make this happen. And I have a lot of respect for what they did. And I think they're a real model for how you can look at the science uh, and how you can look at these problems and know you can't fix everything, but you can put together a plan. And if you really, really are focused hard enough and work hard enough and get enough people to buy in, you can make it work. Great stuff, Eric. We appreciate your time. Thanks for staying up late, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Eric. All right, guys. Anytime. Anytime. That is the great Eric Pincus covers the Lakers for just about everybody. You name it, he's got it, and we appreciate his insight. All right, one final time tonight. I can't believe this show's already had wow. a home stretch. Steve DeSager comes striding into the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios with everything on a busy night of sports. What's going on, Steve? It was busy, and Anthony Davis now has an NBA title, NCAA title, and Olympic gold medal, and he's only 27 years old. But the finals MVP, and it was unanimous, he got all 11 votes from the panel was LeBron James. He had a triple-double tonight and only one turnover. He's now a four-time finals MVP. In this series against Miami, he averaged 30 points, 12 rebounds, over eight assists per game, and shot nearly 60% from the floor. Lakers never trailed tonight. They outscored Miami by 20 in the second quarter. The score early third quarter tonight was Lakers 71-39. Eventually 106-93 the final. Lakers win the NBA title. 17th championship for the Lakers franchise, which ties the Celtics league record. As for the AL championship series, the opener went to top-seeded Tampa Bay 2-1 over Houston as the Strohs left 10 men on base. Blake Snell, the winning pitcher, went five innings. Now the Rays' offense struck out 13 times, but they won the game. Then again, a couple nights ago when they eliminated the Yankees, the guy who hit the game-winning homer went two for two, but the rest of the Rays were one for 27 with 13 strikeouts in that game, and they still advance. They win close games. Fox TV will have NLCS Game 1 tomorrow night, Dodgers versus Braves. FS1, of course, will also have NL games this week. FS1 has Game 2, for example, but the rest of the week's schedule has not been laid out as far as start times by baseball. The Dodgers have won nine straight games. Braves have won five straight with four shutouts. They've been outscoring their opponents 24-5 in the five playoff games so far. Keep in mind, no off day scheduled within any of the first three rounds. So LCS, it's seven straight days. And there's no travel, of course. The Dodgers wow. just swept uh, the Padres impressively because they weren't crushing homers, the Dodgers. 
in a big new ballpark in Texas, which is where they'll be this week, which is where the World Series will be next week, and with some fans, by the way, in the next couple weeks. But this past week, the Dodgers there started 0 for 16 in Game 1 against San Diego with eight flyouts, five strikeouts in Game 1, and then they found a way to win in another way. The 20 innings after that last week, they hit over 340 as a team and 22 runs in the 20 innings while hitting just one homer. Those stats from OC Register. It was a great, great week for the Dodgers to advance to the NLCS. As for football... One, Arnie Spanier, you're uh, Miami Dolphins. Yes. Jason Sanders, their kicker, who's from Southern California, he had three field goals in the last two minutes of the first half. (laughs) Apparently that hasn't been done in an NFL game in 20 years. Wow. He has a franchise record 14 straight field goals to open the season, and they beat San Francisco impressively. In fact, it was 30-7 to at the half, 43-17 the final. Mm. San Francisco has lost all three home games. But the Niners are 2-0 this season at MetLife Stadium with the blowout wins over the Jets and the Giants. So, How ironic Miami's going to play in the Super Bowl in Tampa. Is that ironic or what? Huh? <laughs> kind of like we... the Rams playing the Super Bowl in Pasadena. I don't think we've all quite... I don't know how many steps that was isn't to get it, to that sentence. I don't think how... we've gone that far. Yeah, yeah. we go from 0 to 100. They, <laughs> Speaking they of the Rams, nice win. that was the game where Alex Smith completed the comeback. Almost 700 days uh, since the awful injury and so many surgeries, and he relieved the injured starter, Kyle Allen, second quarter. Now Washington lost to the Rams 30-10, to 10, and in the rain, and apparently with no offensive line at all, Smith finished 9 of 17, passing 37 yards, yeah, but just so to hot. get on the field. Aaron Donald had four sacks. He had a teammate with three. Yeah, it was all Rams in that one. By the way, the Baltimore Ravens are still out there. I know they're not undefeated, but they almost shut out Cincinnati. 27-3 the final. That's tough. It was the fact that they keep doing what they're doing. They sacked rookie quarterback Joe Burrow seven times today. By the way, yeah, he, but what happened to their offense? They had a pick six today. They didn't look so People great. are wondering about the health of Lamar Jackson because yeah. in this game, yes, he had two t- touchdown passes first half. How about this? Lamar Jackson had two carries for three yards in the game. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, <laughs> was it quarterback today? But as far as a team... The Ravens have forced a turnover in 18 straight games now. That is the longest active streak in the NFL. And I've always thought that that's the key stat for football is turnover margin. Just kind of like with baseball offense, not striking out is the key stat. So they do, it's not just Lamar Jackson, great as he is. They do things as a club that makes it impressive. And yeah, the Bengals were the opponent. And the Bengals, by the way, had 12 drives, 12 first downs. So I realize they're bad. Jeez. <laughs> but my goodness, Baltimore is good. Looking really good. Cleveland 4-1 and one after beating the Colts. Phillip Rivers of Indy had two interceptions, including a pick six and a safety. Vegas upset the Chiefs 40-32. Chiefs had won 13 straight dating back to last November. Steelers 4-0. They beat the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Houston and Arizona each won. Carolina beat the winless Falcons, who tonight fired their head coach and their general manager. Dallas won a close one against the winless Giants. Field goal on the final play, but Dak Prescott's out for the year after surgery tonight after a severe ankle injury, and Seattle went to 5-0. 27-26, the comeback win over Minnesota tonight on a touchdown pass with 
15 seconds left on a fourth and goal. Rafael Nadal won the French Open 20th career Grand Slam title that ties Roger Federer's all-time record. Chase Elliott won the NASCAR road race at Charlotte. Did you know they raced even with wet weather because it was a road course and they could put on different tires like the Xfinity there yesterday. But four more drivers eliminated from the postseason contention, including Kyle Busch. They're down to eight. Back to you. Yeah, I bet Kyle Busch took that well. Uh, Thanks to Sager. (laughs) Have a great week, man. He's Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. By the way, Lou Riley is on board with me, giving the credit to Rob Plinka. He writes, you know who doesn't get near enough credit is Rob Plinka. Lost his best friend and his goddaughter yes. tragically early in the year. That's but true. But didn't even take a day off. Went out and signed a great supporting cast for LeBron and AD. And fellow team presidents gave him only one vote for doing the best job. You know, GD was groomed. And, uh, you know, I go back to high school. When she graduated, she was uh, given the L.A. strings. The tennis team. She, I think she was like 18, 19. She ran that. She ran like the professional roller hockey team. She's been in the sports. She was our manager in high school. I, she's been in the sports waiting for this day for a long, long time, being groomed to take over for the Lakers. Yeah, and, and listen, I'm not here saying that there's a right or wrong in yeah. this. I mean, this is, this is just, hey, when you step back and as Arnie has brought up, you try to figure out, okay, who gets the who get who deserves more credit or who deserves more praise. You, you could sit here and have fifty different conversations about that with the Lakers. All right, you you realize we, we only have one segment left. Wow, you talked too much tonight. Today. We talked way too much. You did. Uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, I, I will say this. I think uh, Malusi writes a tweet that needs to be addressed by Ben Maller when we. Uh, Wrap up. Um, Lucy writes, all the hosts need to offer sincere public apologies to the American public for that BS about the Clippers that was spewed. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah, that's Ben Maller. Yeah, I mean, you build up this Clippers team. All right. So when we come back. fired for that, actually. When we come back, uh, your picks. Oh, I got some good ones. Oh, I got some good ones. All right, and we'll squeeze in a little buy or sell what we've learned through five weeks of the NFL season. What a night. What a night. Awesome night. Tailgate show for the Ben Maller show gets ready to wrap up. Great job, Bobo. Uh, Awesome guest list tonight from Lita Lap, our producer. If you miss any or if you missed any of the guests, simply go to iTunes or iHeartRadio or however you consume podcasts. Search Fox Sports Radio Weekends. Our show is usually right there on top to wrap up the weekend. So check it out. Give it a listen if you missed anyone, including John Middlecoff who broke down all things in the NFL. Great job, by say, on updates and the millions and millions of editors behind the scenes bringing us all the great audio we had tonight. So what do you say? Let's wrap this up the only way we know how yes. to. It's time for Arnie's picks. Take it away, stinking genius. Oh, and I got some good ones. Let's start with a little Monday night football. I, I believe it is still going to be Monday night football between the Chargers and the Saints. Saints a seven-point favorite in this one, and who would have thought they'd be two and two? They're looking to put the pounding on somebody, and that somebody is going to be the Chargers. Give me the Saints minus the seven in this one. And we have a Tuesday game this week, if I'm keeping my schedule straight, and that's going to be the Bills and the Titans, right? I got that one in Nashville. How am I getting the Titans plus six and a half? I have no idea. I know the Bills are four and zero, but the Titans are three and zero, and just as good as the Bills. Uh, I, I expect the close game one way or the other by a field goal. 
Give me the Titans plus six and a half. By the way, uh, I got my Dodgers beating the Braves four games to nothing. I got the Astros beating the Rays four games to three. Then my Dodgers beating the Astros four games to nothing and finishing them off. And everybody gets a good laugh when the Dodgers sweep the Astros. I got Alabama minus the five against Georgia for a little college football next week. And one other prediction. And this actually pains me to say this, Chris. Go ahead. Because you probably didn't know this. Don't blame the messenger. Oklahoma is only going to win two more games the rest of the year. You want to bet? Oh, here you go. Don't attack me. Don't attack me. Put something on that. They'll lose to TCU. They'll lose to Oklahoma State, West Virginia, and Baylor. You're lucky I don't have you losing to Texas Tech, too. Um, Arnie. I'll bet you oh, anything you want on that. Here Put something go. behind it. Don't there. blame the messenger. I didn't even want to give that prediction. Yeah, that's I knew it was wrong. gonna happen like here's, this. Here's here's a great thing. Look yeah. at our predictions yes. for the NBA finals. They yes. don't put the person that got it right. They put everyone that got it wrong. I don't know why. I don't know why. And then I think about it. Ah, you know, there there's nothing to pay for. There's there's nothing behind it. You lose nothing. It's like weathermen that get the forecast wrong. Do they ever get fired? I think no. I won the contest for the NBA pick'em thing for hey, the station. Congratulations. Thank I didn't you. see your picks on there. Wow. I just saw everyone who was wrong, didn't you? So I guess I need to start accepting there's no reason to be right. So, yeah, there you go, Arnie. We won't win another game this year. No, two. I gave you two. Don't be like that. Don't be so bitter. I, I gave you two wins. I was I'm nice a, enough listen, to give you two. This is in Arizona, bro. We oh, don't have an over-under win total. Oh, Did you see what your over-under win total is at Arizona? You're confusing OU with what U of A or AU, whatever you guys call yourself. Your over-under win total is two for the season. Go I thought it was going to be one. So um, here's a couple of good tweets, though, to wrap things up. Pete writes, 49ers and DC's WTFs, which, by the way, every time I see Washington football team, I'm like, why are they putting WTFs? <laughs> uh, are in the same stinking boat. Already been through all three quarterbacks, and no one is happy. That's from Pete in Oakland. Yeah, mm. I see, seen Alex Smith play, though. It was pretty awesome today. Um, good story, but he's not NFL ready. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's not back yet. Uh, Brendan, probably along the same boat with me. This, by far, is the best sports day of my life. First, my Raiders upset the Chiefs. And, by the way, Carr had to be lessening last week when I suggested a throw deep. Would well, that have been great? If Derek Carr in the postgame said, yeah, you know, I was listening to Arnie and Plank, and uh, gosh, by golly, uh, I heard Brendan's tweet, and he said, throw the ball deep, and I, I did it. I by mean, the way, just... I do have Carr in my Week 5 Hall of Fame, so I just want you to know that. He should be in more than that. Yeah, he, you're right he about that. He was pretty damn good against the Saints, too, this year, yeah, but we'll yeah. see. Uh, Isaac Rice, Pat Mahomes left the field without shaking Carr's hand and should be raked over the coals just like Brady. Listen, I don't have, I don't have a problem with it, especially in, in the COVID era. Because we destroyed Pat Mahomes for being too friendly with Stephon Gilmore last right. week. Right, and that was so he was doing yeah. it because of the corona. At least he'll right. say that. Though I got a feeling if he won, he would have went over and at least say hi or something like that. Right, I'm I'm sure there was something of that nature. And then uh, finally, I, I like this from Paul. He writes, "Do you guys think teams should just start forfeiting games against the Titans until they stop testing positive for COVID nineteen? <laughs> I'm not sure if the league has accommodated their protocol breaking enough. Yeah." It, Again, and then there's those stories that blow up from that, right? It's like, oh, well, I heard that there was a guy that went to a casino. I heard there was a guy that did this. I heard there were 12 guys working out. It's it's almost like you're just, I don't know, 
we're making stuff up to make it seem even worse than it actually is. But I don't know, Arnie. I don't think we're going to be in the world of forfeitures whenever it comes to this. Do you? Yeah, I, I'm not big on the forfeitures either, but it may get to that point later on. I'm not sure. Right now it isn't, but it may get to that point. Uh, and then let's see. There was one more. Oh, yeah. My, my favorite part of the weekend, uh, weekend rights, Paul, was Auburn having another crazy win and introducing Razorback fans to Auburn Jesus. Yeah, Auburn. <laughs> when Okay, you look back and you talk about bad beats and you talk about whoever had the under, by the way, of the uh, OU Texas game. That was a bad beat. But, I mean, you think about Auburn basically getting lucky. They got lucky. That was a bad break for Arkansas this week. All right, who would have thought we'd wrap up on SEC talk? But, hey, wow. here we are. Uh, Arnie, have a great week, man. This you should too, be a my fun friend. one. We'll have the NLCS that'll get underway, well, I guess on the uh, Central Time Zone and East Coast later today. Uh, we've got a full week of NFL action, and the Lakers are the NBA champions. Marty, I'm Plank. We'll see you next week. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.